This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Here. I uh, just uh, all right, Christmas. Uh, they're starting the Christmas two years. Hold on a second. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Just give me a minute. I'll be ready to go here in just a minute, however. Okay, and the music is ready to go. Okay, we're on the air. Okay, here we go. Santa Claus is definitely coming to town, ladies and gentlemen, and it's been a strange and wild year, to say the least, however. Welcome to episode number 271 of Raw Radio for the Christmas show. However, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, the Santa Claus himself, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. And with me on drums and vocals, ladies and gentlemen, of the J5 crew as we celebrate Christmas a little bit this year. And this week, ladies and gentlemen, is, of course, the Jackie Jackson of the bunch, ladies and gentlemen. The man who is playing guitar, ladies and gentlemen, the human suplex machine, John Rose. John, happy holidays to you and everyone in Front Royal and everywhere else for that matter. Yep. It has been a crazy year, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have a lot to talk about this afternoon here on episode 271-1605-562-0444-138744. Pound, we are expecting the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, the, of course, the Soul Man, Justin Lewis, Fleming, of course, the King Clubs, Smith Patel, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hitchhiker, the JML Experience, the Big IQ, Jeff Tears, the Rush, Ronda Rush, Wright, the Black Widow, Michelle Lindotts, King NWO, George Smith, and of course, the Wolf Queen Heavy Metal as well, and the rest of the gang as well. We're going to have a lot to talk about, including what happened last night at TLC, ladies and gentlemen, however, if you will. However, it was a very interesting show last night at the Thunderdome at Tropicana Field in Tampa, Florida. We're also going to talk about the upcoming Monday Night Raw show and the next to last Raw of the year, and also talk about some of our Let's just say upcoming moments what we're going to see in 2021, we think, however, here this afternoon. We'll give you our thoughts here this afternoon. We're going to have a lot to discuss, however. Of course, before we begin the show, however, I do want to pay homage to a very special person, however, that uh, had a very, very heartbreaking story, if you will, today on the air, however, on 93.7 FM sports uh, radio talk show, uh, The Fan in Pittsburgh, if you will. 
Just a few days ago, ladies and gentlemen, probably one of the most heartbreaking things happened, Howard, and I just found this out, Howard, when I heard the story today on the radio. Andrew Filipponi, however, a famous sports broadcaster, formerly of Syracuse, New York, and his wife, Amanda, however, and their young child, however, finding out uh, just recently, however, about three and a half months ago, that she was expecting another new bundle of joy, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, uh, coming up early middle of next year. Unfortunately, last weekend, however, that was not to be the case, however, as they found out the news tragically and heartbreakingly sadly on Friday, however, about this. Uh, as a result, I would like to express my heartfelt condolences, and I think all of us here at the show like to express our heartfelt condolences to the Filipponi family over this very heartbreaking news that we heard over the weekend involving Andrew and his wife, Amanda. So I'd like to uh, dedicate this show today to, of course, Andrew and his family. Uh, Andrew, hang in there, buddy. Uh, we hope you have a safe and wonderful happy holiday season. I know it's not happy right now, but hopefully you guys will have a safe one and a glorious 2021, however, and just... Be careful out there, and uh, definitely our prayers and thoughts are with you and your family today as we pay homage to you on our show here this afternoon. Anyway, looking at the positive, though, folks, however, like we said, we have a lot to talk about. The NFL playoffs are heating up, if you will. John's boys yesterday took a little bit of a hit, although they're still in it, however, losing to the Seattle Seahawks. My boys will be playing tonight, however, if you will, against the Cincinnati Bengals. John will talk about all those things and more tonight on the post show. John Gross Wrestling and Sports Incorporated, 11 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, the pre-Christmas edition and the aftermath of TLC and TLC thoughts will be discussed. John will also be discussing the TLC prediction challenge that did happen over the weekend. We'll tell you who won that here in just a little bit. But, of course, we'll also talk about the college football playoffs, if you will. As we found out yesterday, Alabama will be playing Notre Dame in the Rose Bowl in Texas. That's right, Texas, not California, because California continues to be shut down due to COVID breakouts, if you will. They will be playing the Rose Bowl at Jerry World, Jerry Jones Stadium to be exact, in Dallas, ladies and gentlemen, New Year's Day, ladies and gentlemen. Clemson will take on, of course, uh, Ohio State. Clemson, of course, winning the ACC last weekend in Charlotte, North Carolina, against the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame, smashing them 34-10 to to win the ACC. But the story here was Trevor Lawrence, the junior quarterback who has decided not to say yet whether or not he's coming back for his final year or if he's going to turn pro a year early, might have found out yesterday his fate, however, as far as the NFL goes. And we'll tell you more about that and the other games that happened in the NFL here right after the news and birthdays and dates how as we break it down for you as far as week number 15 of the NFL goes. We're also going to talk about some college football, if you will, and we'll have a lot more to discuss here. Plus, as we said, we'll give you our TLC breakdown and thoughts. Howard John will tell us who won the TLC prediction challenge. Plus, we're going to tell you about what moments we're going to be seeing, possibly what we think will happen in 2021. But right now, we are going to tell you, we want to remind you, of course, this coming Wednesday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, a very special pre-emptive Christmas edition of the Sports Machine. Join myself, the Loose Can Shakol Cole Cephas, myself, and the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, ladies and gentlemen, along with the Soul Man, Justin Lewis, Fleming, 3 p.m., 944-1585 pound. Also, tomorrow night, Revolution will be on 138055 pound, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk about Raw, the next to last show of the year, and plus, some TLC thoughts as well. We are not sure yet about Christmas Eve and Christmas Day if we'll have any shows, but we will tell you that next week, ladies and gentlemen, on our final show of the year, Howard, John and I will talk about what we all did for Christmas and what New Year's plans we have for each other, and then we'll give you our thoughts and uh, tell you what memories we have of 2020, some good ones, hopefully, that stuck out for us, however, rather than the bad ones, if you will. But right now, we're going to go to birthdays and dates with John, and when we come back, folks, we'll give you our breakdown, as we do every week, however, of the college and NFL scene, and let you know what we thought happened and what was good and bad of the week. So, John, take it away as we go to you right now with birthdays and dates. All righty. 
Yeah, while Tom's doing that. And while Tom's doing that, ladies and gentlemen, go ahead. Sorry. 44 years ago, 43 years ago today in New York City, Neil Masters defeated Billy Graham via referee stoppage due to excessive flood loss. As per WWE rules, at the time, the title could not change hands. Yes. 22 years ago today in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Sabu defeated Taz to win the FTW Championship. Talk about a great Christmas present there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 21 years ago today, WCW presents Starcade from the MCI Center in Washington, D.C. 85-82 were in attendance with 145,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That is down from... That is down, by the way. And also, this was when Bret Hart injured himself. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, 19 years ago today, SmackDown came in Charlotte, North Carolina, adding Christian to The Rock and The Undertaker to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Yes. 10 years ago today, WWE presented TLC Tables, Ladders, and Chairs from the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. Only one title did change hands on the show, and it was Edge defeating Kane, Rey Mysterio, and Alberto Del Rio in TLC match, captured the World Heavyweight title. Eight years ago today, THQ officially filed for bankruptcy. All right. Today would have been the 59th birthday of Howard White, better known as Reggie White. Yes. Former Philadelphia yeah. Eagle and the former Philadelphia Eagle and Green Bay Packer and Tennessee Volunteer. Yes, indeed. Happy birthday to him. Also, I do have some other birthdays to report. Happy birthday goes out to Kevin McHale, ladies and gentlemen, of the Boston Celtics, ladies and gentlemen, formerly. The 63-year-old from Minnesota, of course, is a three-time NBA champion, A1, A4, and A6. He also played with the Timberwolves and Nuggets. He scored 17,335 points, 18 points per game, 7.5 rebounds a contest, 71-22, 69 blocks, 2 blocks per game. Won the gold medal in the Pan American Games in San Juan in Mexico City in the Universal Team Competition. He coached 232 and 185, two-time six-man of the year, A4, A5, all-rookie team, 81. Member of the 50th anniversary team, retired by the Celtics, jersey number 32. First team All-Big Ten, 1980, number 44, retired by the Gophers. Minnesota Mr. Basketball in 76, born in Hibbing, Minnesota. He was drafted third overall after attending the University of Minnesota, however, in 1980. He is a seven-time All-Star, 84, 86, 91, and 87 All-NBA first team, 86 to 88, All-Defensive first team and All-Defensive second team, 86 to 88, and then 83, 89, and 90. 84 and 85, sixth man of the year, and a member of the all-rookie team in A1, and a member of the Cheers cast, however, as you well recall, when they were trying to count the bolts, if you will, in that very special episode back in the late 80s. Also, happy birthday goes out to Warren Sapp of the Miami Hurricanes, if you will. The big man, however, of course, today celebrates his 48th birthday. A Super Bowl champion, a seven-time All-Pro, 97 through 2003. He was second-team All-Pro, 97-98, defensive player, 99 
was drafted in the first round, 12th pick overall, born in Plymouth, Florida, attended the University of Miami, ladies and gentlemen, in 1995. Of course, he came out. He won the Heisman Trophy, Lombardi, Bronco, Nagurski, Big East Defensive Player of the Year, National Champion, How, uh, Unanimous All-American in 94, National Champion in 91, All-Decade Team in the 2000s, as well as the member of the Ring of Honor in Tampa Bay, and his jersey has been retired. Defensive Player of the Year in 99, as we said, second team All-Pro 97-98. He started 188 of 198 games, however, 573 tackles, 97 sacks, however, 19 forced fumbles, four interceptions, and three touchdowns. So happy birthday to him. Also, happy birthday, of course, to former Detroit Tiger Al Kaline. Kaline, of course, ladies and gentlemen, passing away earlier this year in April. Today would have been his 36th birthday. He bat 297 with 3,007 career hits, 399 home runs, 1,583 runs batted in. Born in uh, Baltimore, Maryland, he died in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. He was a righty. He played 21 years in the bigs. He was a member of the Hall of Fame in 1980 on 88.3% of the ballot. Roberto Clemente Award-winning champion, dying champion in 73, champion in his rookie year in 55, 10 times a Gold Glove Awarder, 57 through 59, and 61 through 67. He was a world champion with the Tigers in 68 with Bill Freehand, of course, and Denny McLean, however, with the Tigers, if you will. And an 18-time All-Star, 55 through 61, 62, 67, 71, and his final year, 74. Of course, Al Kaline again. 86 years old, so happy birthday to him. Also is on this day, however, 40 years ago, Jim McMahon led BYU in the Holiday Bowl to a comeback, however, as they scored 21 points in the final four minutes to defeat the Southern Methodist Mustangs, however, after down 20 at one point, however, and as a result, however, they end up winning 46-45, however, as he threw a Hail Mary to Clay Brown receiver with three seconds on the clock in this game, however, to get the win for BYU. So that was 40 years ago, today. Don, I believe we have another birthday t- uh, that's celebrated on Saturday. Am I correct on that? Uh, I don't know. I do see one, yes. Uh, mean Gene Okerlund, ladies and gentlemen, who we lost last January, celebrating a birthday. He would have been 77, believe it or not. That was January of last year. Yes, he died in January last year, but his birthday would have been at this year, however, ladies and gentlemen, he would have been turning, however, believe it or not, 78 years old on Saturday. All right, let's yep. go to uh, Sunday. All right, 23 years ago today in Milltown, New York, the Eliminators defeated the Gangstas to win the ECW World Tag Team Championship. 21 years ago today on Nitro from Baltimore, Maryland, Bret Hart vacated the WCW World Heavyweight title. Jeff Jarrett defeated Chris Benoit in a ladder match to win the WCW United States title. And Hart defeated Goldberg to win the vacated WCW World Heavyweight Championship. And that led to the NWO with the band back together. Indeed. For a while. <laughs> yep. 17 years ago today, WWE presented Christmas from Baghdad from Cam's Victory in Baghdad. Retroactively called Tribute to the Troops. In the years since its original air, the show aired as a special edition of SmackDown on Christmas night. And before we continue hey. on, we just want to welcome in now the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming from the Hoosier State. Hey. As always, Justin, welcome as always. John's just going over the birthdays and dates from yesterday and today as well hey, as uh, Saturday. We'll get your uh, pop culture references here in just a few minutes, so hang tight. Go ahead, John. Please continue. 
Hello? Hey. 11 years ago today, TNA presented final resolution from the Impact Zone. Can you hear me? At Universal. Yeah, we can. Yeah, I can hear yeah, we, we both can. Oh. Good. At Universal Orlando. Uh, JD, do you have any birthdays? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, happy birthday, of course, to former Dallas Cowboys superstar Bullet Bob Hayes, who would have been 78 years old. He passed away at the age of 59, born in Jacksonville, Florida. However, he, of course, attended Florida A&M, was drafted in the NFL and the AFL the same year, round 7 and 14, respectively, pick 88 and 105. He played with the Cowboys and 49ers. He had 371 catches for 74-14, 71 receiving touchdowns, a member of the Cowboys' ring of honor. He was also two times the NFL receiving touchdowns leader in 65 and 66, 66 and 68, of course, first-team All-Pro twice, three times Pro Bowl champion, 65 through 67, as well as second-team All-Pro 67, a Super Bowl champion, in Super Bowl six, he finished, of course, however, also in the track and field area, however, doing pretty well, however, in 1964 at the Tokyo Games, winning gold medals there. Also, happy birthday to New York Mutz superstar, formerly David Wright. David, of course, today, ladies and gentlemen, celebrating a very special birthday indeed, ladies and gentlemen. However, he is, I'm just going to pull this up here, tell you in a second. Yes, he's 38 years old. Of course, he played 14 years with the Mets. He batted 296, 242, 970. However, was born in near your neck of the woods, John, Norfolk, Virginia. Seven-time All-Star, 2006 through 10. Also 12 and 13. A two-time Gold Glove winner, 07 and 08, as well as a 708, a Silver Slugger Award winner. Also on this date, however, happy birthday goes out to, of course, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, former Brooklyn Dodgers manager and owner, Branch Rickey. Rickey passed away at the age of 83, of course, in 1965. He played nine years in the Bigs, batting 239 with 82 home hits, three home runs, 39 runs batted in. He, of course, had a winning percentage of 47%, 597, 664, with 1,277 games under his helm. He played for the Browns, the Highlanders later, the Yankees, and the Browns again. He also managed the Browns and the Cardinals and was the GM of the Browns, Cardinals, Dodgers, and the Pirates. Four times a world champion, 26, 31, 34, and 42, 28, 30, 47, 49, National League pennant winner. He also played a major part in the development of the Farmers' system and signed Jackie Robinson to the first ever contract in his uh, professional career. He was also a coach, believe it or not, however, at Allegheny College in Meadville, Pennsylvania, Ohio Wesleyan University, and at the University of Michigan. He also served in the military as a major in the 1st Gas Regiment in World War I. Today, Branch, of course, would have been, let's just see here, I'll tell you in a minute, 139 years old, ladies and gentlemen. And also, happy birthday to former Chicago superstar catcher Gabby Harnett, who hit the famous homer in 1938, the homer in the gloaming, as they call it, however. Of course, he passed away at the age of 72. Today, he would have been, ladies and gentlemen, however, 120 years old, batting 297 with 236 home runs. He was born in Woonsocket, Rhode Island, died in Park Ridge, Illinois. The righty played 19 years in the bigs with 111 80 RBIs, benched 203 games, losing 176 with a winning percentage of 53%. Inducted into the Hall of Fame with 77.7% of the bout in 1955. He played for the Cubs and the Giants. He also managed the Cubs. Uh, MFL MVP in 1935. He was also a six-time All-Star from 1933 through 1938. So happy birthday to these two gentlemen. We have quite a bit of list of the celebrity sports birthdays today. Uh, believe it or not, today we will talk about them in a few minutes. But tomorrow we do want to wish happy early birthday, of course, to former L.A. Dodger Steve Garvey. This Wednesday we will be celebrating the birthday of former uh, Michigan, well, current Michigan head football coach and former Green Bay Packers superstar Paul, Paul, Paul Horning, the Golden Boy, 
Christmas Eve, my friend Aaron will be turning 45, so happy birthday to him. But we'll also be celebrating the birthday of Bill Dudley, former Pittsburgh Steelers running back. And on Christmas Day, folks, we'll be celebrating the birthday of former Oakland Raiders superstar Kenny the Snake Stabler, Ricky Henderson of the Yankees and the Athletics, and also former Miami Dolphins superstar Larry the Zonkman Sonka. So there you go, some big birthdays coming up here during the Christmas week. Now, let's go to today's birthdays list, Tower, if you will, and then Justin will go to you for pop culture as well here in a few. All right. Now, here's the only one I have. Ten years ago today, teenage New Year's knockout eve at the Impact Zone at Universal Orlando. Hmm. Yeah, that's the okay. only wrestling history I have today. All right. Happy 30th. 34th birthday to Biff Music. Yep. And JD, any more? Happy, yep. Happy 29th birthday to Otis. Happy 35th birthday to Oni Lurkan. Happy 38th birthday to Primo Cologne. Happy birthday to uh, golfer Walter Hagen, who today would have been 128. A very special birthday for Walter, of course. He was with Bobby Jones, of course, ladies and uh, Walter, of course, uh, a very good golfer in his own right. Passing away at the age of 76, known as the Sir Walter the Hague. He had 57 professional wins, 45 on the PGA Tour, 12 others. He won- tied for 11th at the Masters in the third ever one in 1936, but he won the PGA five times, 21, 24, 25, 26, and 27. The U.S. Open twice, 1914 and 1919. Put into the Golf Hall of Fame, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however, in 1974, posthumously, and won the Open Championship four times, 22, 24, 28, 29. Also, happy birthday, of course, goes out to Flo Jo herself, Lawrence Griffin Jr., ladies and gentlemen, celebrating a very special birthday, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however. The very unique track superstar turning, of course, passed away at the age of 38, sadly, however, back in 1998. Uh, Today would have been a very special birthday for her at the age of 61. She, of course, as you know, uh, won the gold medal in Seoul in the 100-200 meters as well as the 4x100 meters. Uh, finished with the silver in the 200 meters and 4x400 meters, if you will. And in 1987, won the gold medal in the World Championships in Rome in the 4x100 meters. In the 200 meters, she finished with the silver. She passed away uh, due to a uh, severe epileptic seizure. She attended UCLA, I believe. And today, Flo Joe would have been 61. Also, happy birthday, of course, to two other sports legends, if you will. Chris Everett, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, of tennis fame. Chris Everett Lloyd, that is, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. She today turns 66 years old. Happy birthday to her. 1,309 and 146, 157 career titles, winning the Aussie Open twice, 82-84. The French Open, 74, 75, 79, 80, 83, 85, and 86. Wimbledon three times, 74, 76, and 81. The U.S. Open, 75, 76, 77, 78, 80, and 82. Tour finals, she won in 72, 73, 75, and 77. The Olympic Games, she made it to the third round. In doubles, she's even better. 117 and 39, 75% career titles, 32. Highest ranking, number 13, September of 1988, ladies and gentlemen. Her highest ranking, of course, in singles was number one, November 75. She, of course, made it to the finals in 88. And the Grand Slam doubles results in Australia in 88. French Open, she won twice in 74 and 75. Wimbledon, the year I was born, 76. Semi-final, 73, 75, and 79, the U.S. Open. And in the Fed Cup, 77, 78, 79, 80, 81, 82, 86, and 89. So she's had quite a career and developed a good friendship with her uh, longtime rival and buddy, Martina Navratilova, if you will. Also, she was married, I believe, at one time, 
to Greg Norman, believe it or not, the golfing great. And today, birthday people, a very special birthday. Happy birthday to former Penn State football coach Joe Paterno. Joe Pa, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, 409, 136 and 3, 24-12-1. Two national championships, three Big Ten titles, if you will. Sports Illustrated Coachman of the Year in 1986. He also won Coach of the Year five other times. However, 68, 78, 82, 86, and 05. Walter Camp, Coach of the Year 72, 74, 94, and 2005. Eddie Robinson, Coach of the Year 78, 82, and 86. Bobby Dodd, Coach of the Year 81, 2005. Paul Bear, Brian Winner in 86. Uh, Amos Alonso Stag winner in 2002. Home Depot coach of the Sporting News coach of the year 2005, same year. 94, 2005, and 2008. Three times Big Ten coach of the year in those films. Born in Brooklyn, you're today. Joe Paw today would have been 94, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, 94 years old. So happy birthday to Papa Joe Paterno, if you will, a Penn State lore. But now we will go to pop culture references. And while we do that, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you, of course, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, we will have a very special edition of the Sports Machine this coming Thursday. Uh, Justin, I believe you have the pop culture ready to go, but before we do, we also want to welcome in the heartbreak kid, Fonzie. Fonzie, welcome as always, but we were going to get to you in just a second there, Fonzie. Uh, we're going to hear the pop culture references from Justin, and when we get back, we will start talking about the NFL Week in Review, guys. So, by all means, Justin, let us know what we got in the pop culture references right now. Okay, um, 30 years ago today, uh, Thirty years ago today, um, one four films were released in theaters nationwide. The Bonfire of the Vandies, starring Tom Hanks, Bruce Willis, and Melanie Griffith, and Morgan Freeman. I have that movie. It's a good movie. Funny. Brian De Palma directed the, that. Of the Russia, uh, the Ru the Russia House, starring um, the late Sean Connery. We lost her. And um, yes. another an actress. An actress and actress is still alive today. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yep, Miss Fabulous Baker Boys. And uh, married to the mob. Some of her, and of course, also in the Batman trilogy. And a uh, kindergarten cop starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, it's not the Tuma. It is not the Yes, Mr. Schwarzenegger himself, however, and also uh, Pamela Reed, of course, in that movie. And also, uh, what was her name? Um, she was in the two. Penelope uh, Ann Miller. That's it. I can remember her name. Thank you. Penelope Ann Miller. Yes. yes. Who was also in the movie earlier in the year called The Gun and Betty Lou's Handbag, which wasn't really a funny movie, let's just say, I thought. Go on. And um, another movie that came out was released in theaters nationwide called The Long Walk Home, starring Whoopi Goldberg and Sissy Spacek. Hmm. And um, today and to, let's see. Um, today is a today is a the thirty seventh birthday of Wes Briscoe. He is the yep. the son of WWE Hall of Famer Gerald Briscoe and the uncle of the late um Jack Briscoe. Yes, and I believe he just got engaged he was in, to he was a wrestler. And I think he just got engaged to AEW wrestler Red Velvet recently, if I'm not mistaken. You're wrong on that, but I'm about to double check. Yeah, he was a yeah he was a former he's a former um he was known for t um t um Impact Wrestling told us to TNA where he's a former member of Aces and Eights. Hmm. Today is um today is let me check let me do my cal calculator. Today wow. is 
Today is the 72nd birthday. Today would have been the 72nd birthday of Ron Bass. Yes, all Ron Bass, yes indeed. And his back, and his with Betsy. Yeah, I remember that, yes. And today is the day is the 56th birthday of Marcus Larinitis, the brother of the late WWE Hall of Famer Joe Larinitis, known to WWE fans of WWE fans as Road Warrior, animal of the Legion of Doom Road Warriors. Yes, he was known by his ring names. He was known by his okay. ring name was the Terminator and Fury in uh, Terminator in WCW and um mm-hmm. wait. But he was known as the Fury. He was known as Fury in WCW, mm-hmm. the aggressor Fury in WCW, and the Terminator in All American. I think in All All Japan Pro Wrestling. He also yeah, he's also the um the uncle. Yeah. He's also the uncle of NFL player, former NFL player James Laurinaitis. Yes. And he's also, also the the. He's also the brother of John of Johnny H. John Laronitis. Yes, we lo- and of course we lost of course World War Animal earlier this year, a few months ago actually. Very sad news to say the least indeed. Yes. And today is today is the a happy today is a 59th birthday. Today is a happy 59th birthday of. Del Wicks, Del Wilkes, known as um to WWE as the Patriot in the WWE, WWF, and um the Trooper in uh AWA. the Trooper in yeah AWA and mm-hmm. he's also Del he also he's also named Del Wicks and and in um I think it was he all I think it was Del Wilkes in all Japan. I think he wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Well, he, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it wasn't all Japan, and I think he was also all, Jap- uh, all Japan, yeah, all Japan wrestling. Yeah, and I think yeah, he all Japan wrestling. Name, and I think he also had that name too, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, also uh, Global Wrestling Federation (GWF), if I remember correctly too. I think I could be wrong. I'll have to check. Okay, and so, um, and t- and um. See, ten year and twenty years ago today. Yes. Um, Edge and Christian defeat the Rock and the Undertaker with Kurt Angle as a special guest referee, and um, oh. Kurt Angle screwed screwed them, screwed the Rock and the Undertaker out, out of the titles on SmackDown. Huh. And um, let's see what other history I got. Um, some other history I got. Take it let's see. Ten years ago today, on ten years ago to on this day, in twenty years, ten years ago today, on this day in WWE history, on this night, WWE aired a special Christmas Tuesday edition of SmackDown, and we, where they were, de- were part of USA's WWE week. It was this was the only this was this episode this um edition was the was live on USA Network. It was the first time SmackDown has aired live. In a dark match, in a dark match, 
Trent Beretta defeated Abraham Washington, Randy Orton defeated The Miz, Santino Morella with Vladimir, Vladimir Kozlov defeated Chavo Guerrero, Drew McIntyre defeated Cabal, Kofi Kingston defeated Kofi Kingston and Ray Mysterio defeated Jack Swagger and, and Alberto Del Rio. John Cena defeated Dolph Ziggler and Vicky Guerrero in a two-on-one handicap match. In a dark match, Edge defeated Kane to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. And 10 years ago today yeah. on NXT, on NXT, Jake Nick, um, Jacob, N- Novak, Jacob Novak defeated Johnny Curtis. Yeah. Is that it? Um, today, um, it's already it's, it's pre today's pre um uh, um. You, I mentioned you do primo already. Yeah, the primo only like you mentioned primo. I mentioned primo. I mentioned uh, uh Otis. Yes, I took care of that. Yeah, that's all we got. So I think that's all we got, right? Trying to see um today. See, see what other history I got. Okay, while you're doing that, folks, our, uh, like I said, we also want to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, to, of course, check out the Power Hour every Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, at 6 p.m., 141364, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. WCW gives you the latest news and downloads, of course, of the past week and the upcoming previews of the upcoming week. So you definitely want to stay tuned to that this Saturday, the Saturday after Christmas, for the final show of 2020. And today's a happy 53rd birthday to Mike Shane. Okay. I think you know who he is, don't you? Don't yes, you own um, Mike Shane? I, I heard, yes, I have heard that name. Yes, I have heard that name. Listen, I've heard that name. And I think that's all we got. Correct? Okay. Yeah, that's it. All right, thank, all right. Thank you very much, Justin, of course. And we are going to talk now about the NFL uh preview as we uh, take a look at that and look at the college preview as well as we uh, have Fonzie on with us along with John, Justin, and myself. Uh, Fonzie, will go to you first. However, a lot went down in the NFL yesterday. Of course, the Baltimore Ravens keep their playoff hopes alive. We saw what happened with Cleveland last night. We also saw what happened, of course, with Buffalo on Saturday. The Patriots cost themselves a chance to be back in the postseason. But the big story of the weekend, obviously, of course, is the New York Jets winning their first game of the 2020 campaign. It came a little late, mind you, but still, go figure. Overall, Kansas City beats New Orleans in what was a very thrilling game. What did you take away from Week 15 of the NFL? Crazy. Any game or any team stand out for you? No. All right. Thank you very much, Sheriff Fonzie. John, what about you? Same. And Justin, what about you? Same. All right. Thank you very much, guys. Now, of course, we mentioned the college scene, of course, what was happening with some of the championships this weekend, if you will, how a lot went on down there. However, if you will, of course, uh, we did mention, of course, the first uh, four games, of course, will be held. However, But we understand two more bowls have now been canceled, ladies and gentlemen, according to reports. However, we understand the guaranteed rape bowl, however, that was supposed to take place this Saturday, however, in Phoenix. And also the Birmingham Bowl, ladies and gentlemen, have been canceled, believe it or not, canceled now. As a result, however, mind you, so go figure. But we do have one bowl game that is going on right now as we speak, ladies and gentlemen, in Myrtle Beach right now, ladies and gentlemen, is being taken place as we speak, ladies and gentlemen. 
It is Appalachian State in North Texas playing mm-hmm. in the uh, Myrtle Beach Bowl, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. We're going we're gonna to try to get an update on that score here in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen, as uh, we will have an update for you here in just a few moments here. In Appalachian State, 14 in North Texas, nothing in the second quarter. What no. is that? 14 nothing Appalachian State. Okay, so Appalachian State is winning 14 nothing. Okay, thank you very much, Fonzie. In the second quarter, ladies and gentlemen, at Brooks Stadium in the Myrtle Beach Bowl, thank you very much. Of course, tomorrow we got two more bowl games on tap tomorrow, including mm-hmm. the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Tulane and Nevada will be playing each other tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow night in the Boca Raton Bowl, it'll be Central Florida taking on BYU. That should be a very entertaining game. However, Wednesday, of course, we got the uh, R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl at 3 p.m. And then Wednesday evening, we got Memphis and Florida Atlantic playing in the uh, Montgomery Bowl. Thursday, however, we got a very special Christmas Eve matinee for you. Hawaii and Houston playing in the New Mexico Bowl. It's supposed to be in Albuquerque, New Mexico. That is not going to be the case now. Instead, that'll be played, of course if you will, however, this Thursday. Then on Friday afternoon, it will be Marshall and Buffalo in Montgomery, Alabama, however, for the second time in as many days, this time for the Camellia Bowl. But mm-hmm. on Saturday, we got a lineup for you like you wouldn't believe, and here are the games that we got on tap for you this Saturday. It will be Liberty in Coastal Carolina in the Cure Bowl, ladies and gentlemen, in Orlando, Florida. South Carolina in Alabama, Birmingham in the Gasparilla Bowl at noon, live in Tampa. It will be Louisiana and Texas San Antonio in the First Responder Bowl, live in Dallas. And then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Western Kentucky will play Georgia State, however, in the Lending Tree Bowl. Army, of course, was supposed to play originally, however, in a bowl game on Saturday. They have now canceled, however, mm-hmm. because apparently they are not very happy, if you will, with what, uh, let's just say, did their fate in, if you will. I mean, they had a really good season, folks. And I'll tell you what, at 9-2, however, they had a very, very good year, however. But last night, of course, the Army Black Knights Cadets, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, along with the Pitt Panthers, the Penn State Nittany Lions, the Minnesota Golden Gophers, Michigan State Spartans, and Nebraska Cornhuskers all backed out of the postseason, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. But bowl season will continue, of course, next Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, with a doubleheader beginning with what should be a very exciting game. Oklahoma State and Miami, Howard at the Cheez-It Bowl, ladies and gentlemen, in Orlando. <laughs> Texas and Colorado will be playing in the Alamo Bowl. Wednesday, of course, we've got some good games coming up, including Wake Forest and Wisconsin at noon at the Duke's Mayo Bowl. At the Music City Bowl will be Iowa, Missouri, and Nashville. And then Florida, Oklahoma, next Wednesday night in the Cotton Bowl. That'll be a very entertaining game. And then New Year's afternoon, ladies Eve, late afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a, double, a triple, quadruple header lined up for you, including mm-hmm. Tulsa and Mississippi State, however, at the Armed Forces Bowl. Bowl State in San Jose in the Arizona Bowl. West Virginia, however, and Tennessee in the Liberty Bowl in Memphis. And Arkansas and TCU at the Texas Bowl. So, folks, those are just some of the games you will see, however, coming up here over the course of the next week and a half or so. We will give you our bowl prediction scores, however, if you will, with some of these games, however, in the next few weeks, however. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have to step out for a few minutes. Uh, John, if you want to take over for a couple minutes and talk things with uh, Fonzie and uh, Justin go right ahead. I'll be back in a few minutes, guys, as nature calls. And when we come back, we will discuss TLC. Was it totally lackluster crap? Was it not crap? We weigh in on our topic here in just a few moments. So, John, by all means, the floor is yours now. Okay. You know what, John? Yeah. I, you know what? I, I find it fun. You know what I find funny about Mitt? I find it funny yeah. that he uh, hates how how Vince Vince is doing stupid booking and all of us and and um it, um 
and he hates how Vince is doing stupid bit booking, and he, and he says that that I whine and whine about um Charlotte Flair um because just because he likes Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Y'all know Vince. Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte is is Charlotte is just Vince McMahon's. Bat, in my opinion, she's Vince McMahon's little bastard, bastard girl puppet, and I know Fonzie agrees. You know, I know um, John and Fonzie. I know you two agree with me. This, I do not um, trust Charlotte because, um, because it makes no sense. Because we, because it makes no sense for for Oscar and Charlotte to be tag team partners and winning the um the women's tag team titles. Because because we all know how egotistical Charlotte is. Because she, we all know she's gonna um go after Oscar's Raw Women's title and WWE and all the fans, including myself and you guys, will all lose your faith in WWE and rate in WrestleMania 37 will be the worst WrestleMania since. Nine and eleven and um thirty six. Yep. There'll be a rematch tomorrow night. Actually tonight, actually, I'm sorry. There'll be a rematch tonight. Yeah. Nia Jackson, Sheena Baszler. They'll get a rematch. Tonight, they'll take that back, and you're gonna see Charlotte turn heads, and you're gonna see a match, and then in the next pay per view, Royal Rumble, Oscar versus Charlotte Flair for the women's Raw Tag uh, Raw Championship. That's what's gonna. That's what's gonna happen. And we all know it's going to be stupid booking by none other than um, mm-hmm. Bruce, Bruce, Kevin Dunn, Mr. Man, Kevin Dunn, and Bruce Pritchard. Because yeah, how many how many times are they going to let um are are we we're sick and tired of seeing we tired of seeing Oscar versus Charlotte? Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, people. I mean, over and over, Charlotte has um, Oscar's been de- defeated by her many times. Yeah. But at least, at least Oscar got a beat over her one time. Yeah. Let's see what happens tonight, which is going to be another. Boring night. I'm not even watching until tomorrow. I'm watching my Steelers playing the Bungles tonight. I'm uh, I'm back. Anyway, we're back now, ladies and gentlemen. We're now going to talk about TLC 2020, ladies and gentlemen. We'll give you our thoughts, however, here, and give you our opinions. So you definitely want to stay tuned as far as that goes, however. So you definitely want to uh, discuss this, however. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to give you our thoughts and opinions, however. Again, these opinions will vary, so please be advised ahead of time. Anyway, of course, the show was held last night at Tropicana Field in Tampa. And, of course, our first match of the night was a warm-up match 
And a surprise match at that. It was Big E Langston, Daniel Bryan, Shorty G, Chad Gable, and Otis taking on King Coxton, Corbin, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and the Michael Jackson wannabe, Shinsuke Nakamura, Sami the Slime Ball, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, whining, bitching about the Sami Awards after what happened when Big E showed up on Friday Night SmackDown and, let's just say, kind of made fun of the uh, Sami Awards. Justin, I'll start with you on this first match. What did you think of the opening pre-show matchup, in your opinion? But uh, um, you know, I'm really glad. I'm glad Otis want Otis the the Otis the um Otis Brian and Biggie one. Mm. It's uh, just to shut Sammy up for good. Great, great, no question about it. John, your thoughts about the uh, match? It was an okay match. Bonzi? it was alright. I would have to agree with you all. I thought it was an okay match. It could have been better. I mean, I wasn't real impressed with the match myself. I mean, it could have been a lot better. But, hey, it is what it is, however, so go figure. But, yeah, I will agree with you all how, I mean, it was all right. And, of course, it went anywhere between six to eight, near eight and a quarter minutes, if you ask me. Up next, we start out with the first of our Money in the Bank, uh, excuse me, our TLC matches, if you will. Drew McIntyre taking on AJ Styles and The Miz as The Miz tried to cash in. And let's just say it blew up in his face on this one. However, 27 minutes they gave it. John, I'll go to you for this one. What were your thoughts about Drew and AJ and The Miz in the triple threat match? Honestly, I thought Miz was going to take it all. Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly. But Drew showed him. Mm-hmm. That he did. He did indeed. No question about it. Uh, Justin, your thoughts about the match? Well, Drew, uh, Drew and AJ... Um, and then the Miz being involved, yes. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Congratulations to Drew. Congratulations. Indeed. Indeed. No question. Yes. And uh, John, you you were saying something. Go ahead. I didn't hear. He what you said. Yeah. Right, John, what were you saying? John, you were saying something. What did you say? No, I wasn't. Oh, I thought you said something. My mistake. I thought you said something. My mistake. I would agree with you both. I mean, I thought it wasn't a bad match. I mean, I would agree with you, though. I mean, we did think that Miz was going to cash in and walk out of there and get an early Christmas present handed to him in a silver platter. However, I mean, we thought that was going to be the case here. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case here. And as a result, it kind of blew up in his face. I'm glad it did. Uh, we knew it was going to happen eventually, I think. We also know at one point almost uh, basically almost put uh, tried to uh, – Literally break John Morrison in half after uh, Morrison tried to use a chair on him, if you will. And let's just say things got a little tense there, if you will, however. Very, very interesting there, to say the least. Uh, Fonte, you're up next, Howard, with your thoughts on this match. What were your thoughts about this matchup, Howard, involving the big three? Uh, Miz, uh, your, uh, your plate was full of shit because... Why would you cash that in? Why would you cash that in? It don't make an even fucking sense. And look what happened. Yeah, Drew McIntyre is up the man. Oh, yes, indeed. And before we get on the line, we do have a caller on the line with us. 434, uh, state your name and where you're from, please. Now, who the hell do you think you're talking to? Well, well, well. Oh. Oh. 
The and queen. ladies and gentlemen, for the first time, for the first time in about of almost a long time, ladies and gentlemen, welcoming us to World Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, Santa's boy. favorite person, ladies and gentlemen. Now we're going to be in for a treat here, ladies and gentlemen. Let us mm-hmm. welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, the Black Widow from Ohio, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen. As we have not heard her for quite some time, mm-hmm. we hope she and her family are doing wonderful this happy holiday season. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the one and only yes the only, um, the M to the L to the D, ladies and gentlemen, how Santa's favorite ooh. person, ladies and gentlemen, Mrs. Claus herself, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Michelle Lindos. Michelle, happy holidays to you, Caleb, and your mom ooh. and family. How is everyone in Palmyra doing this fine Monday? Ooh. Well, we could be better, yeah, sure. but we're getting there. That is good. We were Sorry, just talking about that? TLC. We were just getting ready to talk about TLC. We were just starting to talk about TLC, and we talked about the first match of the night hour involving what happened in Drew. AJ and the Miz. The Miz tried to cash in. It blew up in his face. We also talked about the pre-show match hour, which was Big E, Daniel Bryan, Chad Gable, and O's taking on King Coxstein Corbin, the slime ball, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, your man, of course, and the Michael Jackson wannabe, Shinsuke Nakamura, the Michael Jackson, the WWE. Uh, please, we'd like to hear your thoughts on these first two matches, if you could uh, weigh in on your topic, please. I didn't see the one with Daniel Bryan and them in it. Um... But I saw the one with uh, AJ and them, and that was it was a I thought it was a fairly decent match considering it's yes. WWE, honestly. Yes. And before we go to the next uh, match, however, I want to ask you your opinion about what's been going on in the state of the WWE. Apparently, Vince is saying he wants more edgier content, more dark stuff, if you will, and the reigns continue to dive every week, especially last Monday night, however, and he wants to try to revive stuff going into the 2021 campaign. What do you think about what's happening right now in the state of the WWE, considering what happened, what's happened since Survivor Series, and also the state of the AEW roster, in your opinion? I'd like to hear your thoughts about this before we go on with uh, more matches here. Please, uh, we haven't heard from you. Well, you have WWE has a lot to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Rebuild? A lot to correct, a lot to build up, a lot to make better. There's just yep. no other way to put it. Right now, WWE is, is shit. You're seeing the same shit basically every week. Um, mm-hmm. And then you got certain ones that wants to bitch about mm-hmm. certain ones coming back. Like your favorite, J.D., Charlotte Flair. She's back. Aren't you excited? Um, no, I'm not. Um, you know, uh, do looks like a lady, (laughs) and we got Justin Grove in there, Tara Smith, too. Go ahead. Well, I don't think that's appropriate, but, anyways, um, you know, like I said, uh, as far as WWE, they got a lot to build up, they got a lot to make better. They got, you know, it's going to take a lot right now. You're seeing the same shit day in, day out. Who's playing music? Yeah, who's playing music there? That was me. What? Sorry, okay. my bad. Okay, no oh, problem, John. Hey. Um, no problem, John. Go ahead. You know, so WWE basically right now my eyes is a shit. I'm glad Charlotte's back. Yes, I I don't care what anybody says. Everybody has a right to their opinion. Everybody, you know, yep. they do. Um, right. but you know, the women's division is shit without that, her. Like, I'm sorry, that's my own opinion. Will you stop? I'm sorry. No, he's using using the uh, monsoon uh, quote here. Justin is. Go ahead, Michelle. Please continue. Justin, hold on. Okay, yeah. Go ahead, Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But anyways, like I said, I think the division is shit without her. Um, I think she's a very strong competitor and champion. That's just my opinion. 
that is my yeah. opinion only. Um, yes. As far as AEW, AEW is looking better and better every week, I think. Yes. Um, I think it was very smart of Cody to sign Sting. I don't, I'm, I'm curious to see where that's going to go with him, where they're going to put him, what he's going to do, et cetera. Um, right now, I think AEW and NXT are overshining anything, honestly. Mm-hmm, certainly. And I would say AEW right now is getting in, uh, in, into uh Let's just say talks with Impact in New Japan is even better. And, of course, last week we found out Cody Rhodes, your man, of course, is going to be a proud papa. We want to congratulate I him and Brandy. Talk about it. I know. You want it to be his, his uh, let's just say, <laughs> friend. Let's just say. What about the tag team no, division? Let's talk about, yeah, I know. But let's talk about the tag division in AEW. Let's get your opinion about what's going on in the tag division. you got a lot of tag teams going at it right now. you got Long John Silver and Hangman Page, of course, with Reynolds. you got, of course, the Bucks. you got FTR. you got a lot of big-name teams and Snoop Dogg coming in soon. What do you make of Shaquille O'Neal and Cody, however, having a little bit of a banter back and forth with What's your uh, spit take on that? I don't I'll understand why they want to bring these basketball players and stuff in. This is wrestling. You know, they should keep it strictly related to that. Snoop Dogg, he's a performer. He's a, you know, I don't understand why they're bringing him in. Um, yeah. I don't really get it. But as far as the uh, tag team division, you know, just like you said, you got FTR, you got, uh, you got the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks, I'm, I'm sorry, but, you know, are the absolute best in AEW right now, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, I think Angel- Angelico and Jack Evans are great. Above, yeah, great I, I, I'm enjoying their work. I'll say the team I like is um, this top flight team, Darius Martin and Dante Martin, this, this new team, top yeah, flight. Really I'm, I'm very super impressed with them, and I think Cody made a very smart decision signing them. I don't think mm-hmm. he's going to regret that at all. They're very impressive. Yeah, no question, no I, question. I, I think that, I think that the, the, the tech team division could be a little bit stronger, but yeah, that takes time, and you know, Cody's not like Vince. He does things differently. Uh, I feel, um, but you know, I I think it. I think every division right now could be better. Impact is shit basically mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, uh, that's that's right. just a shit show. Mm-hmm. Um, New Japan, you can you know you have to watch it on the app, and I haven't been able to watch that or catch it or anything or. Uh-huh. Um, but I, you know, I love New Japan. There's still a lot of my guys and girls over there that yeah. I like a lot. Um, I think I think you're gonna see a couple of those guys show up in AEW before the, before the start of the New Year. Jay White and Juice Robinson, I think, are coming. Tanahashi, I think. Naito and Ibushi, Osprey, I think they're all gonna come back to the states. I think they're gonna all maybe make a splash in AEW. I think AEW and New Japan are almost like lockstep. They're kind of making an agreement, especially after what Omega did to uh, one of your former, let's just say, buddies, Mr. Moxley, a few weeks ago. But the only thing about Omega I don't like how is Don Callis. I cannot stand that little worm. But he is very good as Kenny's mouthpiece. I will give him that. He is good as Kenny's mouthpiece, though. But he's a little oh, well, he's toad. Good, he's good for something. I don't know about a mouthpiece. I think maybe they should put a cork in it, honestly, because <laughs> he's a little obnoxious. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so hi Fonzie. By the way, I didn't get to say hi to Fonzie too. No problem. Fonzie, Michelle saying hi to you. By the way, I think he had to step out for me. He'll be back in a few minutes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, we're we're doing pretty well no, here. I'm here. Pittsburgh. Oh, you're no, here. I'm okay. here. Michelle said yeah. hi to you. By the way, hi Michelle. Hi Fonzie. But we're doing pretty well up here in Pittsburgh, too, Michelle. Me and Fonzie are, especially I am. I'm getting ready for Christmas with my family, of course, uh, my puppy. She went sled riding with my nieces the other day. It was pretty funny. I'll have to try to send you guys all video pictures. Aww. 
It was awesome. She's tw- she's 13 weeks old as of this Wednesday, so she's doing very well. She's looking forward to her first Christmas with us, however, here in a couple of days. So we're very excited, to say the least. Now, speaking of excited, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to this next match. And this is the one I really couldn't stand going in, and I can't stand even more, but I'm happy she won it. However, the boss, Sasha Banks, defeated that Jersey Shore hoe-bag blonde bimbo, Carmella. Michelle, you have the floor on this one. Let's hear your thoughts about Sasha and Carmella. Oh, Jesus. Um, well, my opinions are about the same with Sasha as they are with Bailey. They both suck. Um, I think they're both horrible in this division. I, I, I yeah, I, I thought for sure they would give it to Carmella because I kind of like this Carmella since she's come back. She's a little bit stronger, a little bit edgier to set the other. You know, it, it, it. it if Vince learns like Cody does, you know, you kind of have to switch your belts up every once in a while. You can't, you know, but I, yeah, that's when you, you know, you go take a smoke break, go to the bathroom, whatever. That, that was, that was that match, but it was, you know, uh, yeah, it's shit. <laughs> Good point. Good point indeed. Uh, John, let's hear your thoughts about Sasha and Carmella. Honestly, I thought it was a good match. Hmm. I thought it was okay. I kind of agree with Michelle a little bit, and I kind of agree with you a little bit too, John. I mean, it was okay and fair, but again, I'm just glad that stupid blonde bimbo didn't win. I'm tired of her acting like she's Charlotte Flair with the rack and yeah, who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? She's all that and then some. So that's what I think. Justin, let's hear your thoughts. Her father was just a job. Her father was just a job. Or so what? That's. I mean, her father. I mean, her father is nothing compared. Um, her father. Um. What's her name? Paul Paul Van Dale. Paul Van Dale. Her Paul Van Dale. Paul yeah. Van Dale is nothing compared to Cody Rhodes or Golda's father. I'm yeah. Cody Rhodes and Golda's father, the American Union, Dusty Rhodes. He had no titles or no championships. He was no. just a jobber. Yeah. Mel's father. Yeah, but uh, I my point there. Wait, who's the driver? Um, I'm sorry. Can we can can we clarify that? I didn't understand. Just explain explain that to Michelle, please. Michelle's trying to. Paul Van Dale. Carmelo's dad. Paul Van Dale. Right, yeah, I know that is. Good. Please, Justin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, her father is nothing compared to um, Cody Rhodes or Cody Rhodes and Goldust's father, American Dream Dusty Rhodes, because her father, Paul Van Dale, was a jobber. I mean, did he have any titles? Hell no. Did he have any Championship accomplishments? No. Did he have any tag team titles? No. She was a she's a paper the paper SmackDown Women's Champion before with James Ellsworth. This year, her father was just a Java wrestler. We, in yeah. my opinion, she's just uh she's Corey Graves's um bastard Black girl puppet. Hmm. Interesting. Very good point. Very good point. Very interesting there. Uh, who did I not get thoughts on? John, I don't think I got your thoughts. Did I? Fonzie. Oh, sorry, Fonzie. Please, Fonzie, your thoughts about this one. Go ahead. Retaining the WWE title. You got my thought. Okay. John, your thoughts. Uh, Fonzie, let's get your thoughts. Please, go ahead. You said it was a three-way. I'm glad. I'm glad if Sasha Banks retained her title. Mm-hmm. And like, like Michelle said, the women's division... Yep. It sucked. Thank God we bowed down the queen, and hopefully this woman... <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm choking here. I had something caught my throat. Uh, 
that that, that the women's division is going to be more more exciting than it was is right now. Well, I'm tired of seeing the same shit all the time. I think we, we, well, we yeah. all are. I mean, there's no question about it. we yeah, all are. I I'm tired of seeing Bailey wrestle. Who want who you know? And like, I I like to see somebody else wrestle. Yeah, Charlotte Flair. Yes. Okay. Now let's bring back somebody else. Yeah. Let's bring back somebody else who we haven't seen in for the longest time in the women's division. Well, what oh, yeah. That... Let me see. Let me see. Uh, it's yeah. Becky Lynch. Seth, Seth Rollins' wife just yeah. had a baby. Now, hopefully, she'll be back. She'll get her title. She never lost on Oscar. And, yep. you know, losing you, dude, losing you big time. What do you mean? Hey, J.D., listen to this. Hey, J.D. Yes, hey, J.D. Yeah, hold on a second. Yes, Justin. Watch, listen, what do you think of my impression of Bobby Heenan Grill Monsoon? Hey, right, Grill, let's watch, let's watch, let's watch um, Charlotte Flair prove to everyone she's not a man. Oh, will you stop? <laughs> well, I want to have something to say about Charlotte when we get to the women's match, Howard, but uh, you're, Fuzzy, you bring up a good point. I mean, yeah, I'm tired of the su same suspects, too. One person I did hear, and Michelle, I don't know if you heard this, and guys, you didn't hear this, I haven't heard it either, but let me guys get your opinion on this, though. There has been some talk, however, literally talk that Molina might be coming back to the WWE before the Rumble as a trainer or in the ring. I've got to ask you your opinion. Yes or no? Is it going to work? Michelle, I'll ask you first. Hell yeah, that's my girl from back in the day. Hell yeah, she's damn good. Alright. Dom, what do you think about Molina returning? Yeah, I think she would. Fonzie, what about you? Oh, yeah. You know what? I think it's going to work, too. At least I hope it does. I really do. I really do. So I'm with you guys, too. And, Justin, you have the final word on this one. Will Molina work out in WWE returning, do you think, in your opinion? We'll see. Yep. Yes, indeed. Very good point, indeed. No question about it. All right, let's continue on our, uh, our TLC 2020 uh, roundtable. And now we're going to the tag team match, and I will start with John this time. The Hurt Business taking on the New Day. The Hurt Business definitely coming up with a big win here. John, your thoughts about this one? I was impressed that the yes. Hurt Business won. I, uh, before the show started, I uh, saw some pictures of... Uh, Shelton Benjamin celebrating the win with Shad's son. That yeah, I did hear. I I did hear about that. I did hear about that this morning. Yes, I did hear that too, and that was very cool. I agree. I would agree. Very classy. Very classy indeed. Uh, Justin, what about you? Your thoughts about the Hurt Business beating the New Day? Well, there goes the tag. There, there goes the um. Now the tag team title, raw tag team titles are doomed. Hmm. Uh, I don't know what to say. All right, interesting. Thank you very much, uh, Michelle. What about you? What are your thoughts? Oh, you know, I got something to say. I think it's shit, pure shit. The only person that is carrying the hurt business is Bobby Lashley. Period. He's the only one that's carrying it. The rest of them, 
are just riding on MVP's coattails right now. That's basically what is happening. New Day should have retained those titles. Interesting. Okay. Thank you very much, Michelle. And Fonzie, you have the final word on this one. Mm. Uh, I, w- I wish the New Day would will get a rematch. They soon. might. They could tonight. Uh, they could tonight because yeah, exactly. they had like they had three on two handicap match. It seems like, and you know, I they should put MVP in the in the cage above the ring, so he can he can interfere. <laughs> he can do nothing. The shark cage, like a shark yeah. cage. Yeah. 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 Just like they did with a uh, member with a uh, Enzo. Enzo. No, no. Yeah, yeah that too. But the Carmella's James whatever Ellsworth. boyfriend. Yeah, same thing. Yes. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I I I think you're gonna see the new day get back their titles soon. We'll see. We'll see. Good, very good points, guys. Very good points indeed. Now, I did mention earlier today, Michelle, before you came on the line, however, that these are the matches you will see this week on NXT and AEW. Bronson Reed returns. Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly will leave their match, live their match from TakeOver 31, however, before their match coming up in New Year's Evil. Jake Atlas against Isaiah Swerve Scott. A very Gargano Christmas, Candace and Johnny Gargano. Odila Ken and Danny Burch versus Killian Dane Drake Maverick in a street fight for the NXT Tag Team titles, however. Um, speaking of NXT, real quick, Michelle, let me get your thoughts, however, about War Games and also what has been going on, however, as far as things in uh, the AEW roster involving uh, the return of Karrion Cross and also the whole thing involving Tony Storm, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai. What's your opinion on those? I'd like to hear your thoughts on those very quickly before I get into the AEW preview. <laughs> um... Well, first of all, I think match of the year should be, one of them should be O'Reilly and uh, Pete Dunne. That was a phenomenal match. Um, yeah, it was. I've watched that on Saturday, I was, yeah. I, I mean, that's what you call, you know, killing it, basically. It was yep. really great. Um, Karrion Cross, I think, has become a stronger performer since he's become the NXT. Um, I like his whole image, his gimmick, you know. Um, Scarlett, yeah, she's just eye candy, but, uh, you know, Finn Balor breaking his jaw, man, that was pretty, mm, that made me mm. hurt watching him. Um, oh, yeah, big time, big time, yes. You know, and Rhea Ripley and, and Tony Storm, they can really throw down on a match, but the only problem, I think, is, is Tony Storm's ass. I think it gets in the way a lot. She's got a whole lot of it, um. You know, I mean, I, Rhea Ripley, she's really good. I love the match between her and Flair. It was, it was good. Um, I think Karrion Cross could go far uh-huh. in the business, but he won't as long as Damian Priest is there. That's my opinion. Yeah, I Damian Priest... Yeah, and, and, and talking about Damian Priest, though, I mean, I I think he got hosed out of that North American title at the War Games, if you ask me. I thought he was going to win Yeah, that. like, no tomorrow. Talk because about I mean, rematch. That's a rematch I mean, needed. Leon Ruff's not a bad wrestler. This is the first time I watched him, but I do think how at some point uh, Priest is going to get his hands all over Johnny, and when Johnny uh, faces the consequences, he'll face the consequences. But talking about a, a no pun intended bitch who is really grating my last nerve, it's definitely Candice LeRae right now. It really is. She really is. Yeah. Well, you know, JD, 
Now, yes. now, now, you need to go over to AEW and you need to go talk to your best buddy, MJF, and, you know, get all the down low and shit, you know. Well, speaking of that moron, by the way, I heard he won that dinner dab and air award last week. But speaking of which, he has got. I think right now there's there's something coming up very soon with him and Warlow. I know Warlow wasn't on last week because of a family issue. But speaking of AEW, that segues into our preview this week. And here's what we got for previewing this coming week, ladies and gentlemen, which AEW will be on at 10 p.m. following the NBA. It will be Kip Sabian, Penelope Ford, Howard, the Maurice's want to uh, want to be as I call her, how announcing their wedding day with their best friend Miro. You know that orange. Cassie Trent and Chucky e. T are going to try to crash that party. Uh, Pack versus the Butcher, that'll be one hell of a match. I know Eddie Kingston right now is running like a scalded dog, no pun intended. I think Lance Archer's going to get his hands all over him very soon. The Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Marco versus Colt Boom Boom, Savannah, Dark Order, Five and Alan Five Angels, and Preston Vance, 10. Dustin Rhodes versus Evil Uno. I think Evil Uno's in for a rude awakening there. Sheeta, of course, will be in action, although abdomen, I'll tell you what, though, Sheeta better be very careful, because right now I do think Riho and Chris Dallin are on their way back, and I think Thunder Rosa wants a piece of that belt, too, even though Thunder Rosa right now has a person to deal with in the form of that little role model, little twerp, that backstabbing little broad Britt Baker, and I think Britt Baker is going to be in for a rude awakening very soon. Speaking of MJF, Jericho and him will team up against Top Flight this week. That should be a great match. Tony Schiavone will be talking to Sting, and of course, this is going to be an interesting match, too. Matt and Nick Jackson will take on the acclaimed, as I call them, the Street Profits 2.0. Max Caster and Anthony Bones for the tag team title. So Dynamite should be one heck of a show this coming late Wednesday night into early Thursday morning, Christmas Eve morning, if you will, this week on TNT. So there you go. Speaking of which, that segues into our next match. And speaking of the women, and we're going to start with Michelle once again. And John, you will have the next one after that, Howard. It is going to be Oscar and her mystery partner. And I found out I'm not very happy about this Charlotte Flair defeating Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, because I know where they're going with this, Howard. But I am glad Nia and Shayna got beat, Howard, because after what Nia has been doing the last few weeks, including to Danny, Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose and company, she is hurting people left and right. Michelle, I know you're very happy about your queen coming back after five months of doing <laughs> five months of being off of television, doing the Punky Brewster show and uh, getting an enhancement surgery. They regained the house, but I've been hearing they might be facing at the Rumble or at WrestleMania. But please, let's hear your thoughts about the uh, women's tag team title matchup, please. JD, just remember, I have more than one foot that I can put up your ass before I say anything. I wasn't, any you know, further, I, that was okay? Justin, that was Justin okay. yawning. I wasn't yawning at all, but I'm going to no, tell you right no, now, I know rude. where they're going it, from. It's, it's rude, and he shouldn't do that, because I wouldn't do that to him. But Just, anyway, yeah, Justin, let um, Michelle have her say, please. I am glad to see that Charlotte Flair is back. Um, she is one of my top five favorite women. I think she's a very strong competitor. Do I think it has anything to do with her father? No. Uh, yeah, she has a flair name, so what? But she has made a name for herself, and she's done it all on her own. She hasn't, you know, his, her dad hasn't had to do anything for her to get her where she is now. She's done all of it in ring by herself. Um, I think Oscar is choice. I think the stuff that uh, with uh, Shayna Baszler is just nothing but a victim of, oh, yeah, here you are, NXT, you're comfortable, you're good, you're great, now let's move you up and let's really screw you over kind of thing. And then they stick her with Nia Jax, who is basically a, a danger to any of the women that she wrestles. And she's mm. been getting getting away with way too much shit, and I don't think she should have ever held those titles with anybody. I think she should have been suspended for a good while so she could learn her lesson. But they didn't do it. They can't afford to do it. You don't have the women to do it. 
So, you know, um, I, the only thing that made that match good was Charlotte returning. Yeah. Interesting. Very good observation there, Michelle. Very good point indeed. Justin, let's go to you next. No, I think, you know what, um, J.D., I think, boy, I think Mitt Patel, Mitt, Mitt's voice sounds like um, Booker T when he said, tell me you did not just say that. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, it, was a good, uh, it, was, it was a good match, and, um, and Oscar better watch out because um, she might, she can't trust Charlotte. She's going to take that Rollins title from her soon, sometime, because since they're the, SmackDown, their new um, women's tag team champions. I do not trust Charlotte at all. Yeah. Doesn't make sense for them to be tag team partners and allies all of a sudden. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. That's a good point. We're good. Good points from both of you guys so far. Uh, John, let's go to you next. Your thoughts about this? No comment. All right, Fonzie. Uh, that was shocking. I thought I thought Oscar uh, would team up with Tamina or or uh, Natalia, but I was shocked that Charlotte Flair came back. And man, it, it went a war between those two. And I was wrong that I was wrong that the Nia Nia Jax team were retained. Like I said, who was going to stop them to? I guess, I guess the queen came back and and, and uh, beat the shit out of both of them. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, but like I said, Charlotte Flair will, you know, will get opportunity to face Oscar Rawls Women's Championship at. Uh, Royal Rumble or WrestleMania, one of those two. Yeah, that's, so that's, that's a, yeah, very good point. Very good point there. You guys bring up very good points. All of you guys bring up good points today. No question about. It. Thank you very much. All right, before we get into our next match, ladies and gentlemen, we want to give you the weather forecast for the week, however, and let's tell you what's going on right now here. It is 38 and cloudy here in Pittsburgh. Tomorrow will be 38 with some snow, rain, mix, however, but it'll be 50, 48, however, and then 18 on Christmas Day, followed by 26, 36, and 36 with clouds, however. The rest of the week, sunshine on Saturday, but it will be definitely cold on Christmas Day here in Pittsburgh. In Palmyra, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a look at Michelle's neck of the woods. It is 48 and sunny right now. Tomorrow will be 50 and sunny. However, 47 with sun and clouds on Wednesday. 57 near 60 on Christmas Eve, followed by 36, 36, 44, and 43. So it looks pretty good with sunshine and clouds, however, on Sunday and Monday, but 36 and 36 on Christmas Day and Christmas the day after, how in your neck of the woods, Michelle. John, your neck of the woods. Let's see your neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen. It is going to be 44, mostly cloudy. Tomorrow will be 42 in clouds with sunshine. However, same with Wednesday. However, 44, 55 rain on Thursday. Fall by 30 with sunshine and clouds on Christmas Day. 33, 38, and 39. However, with sunshine Saturday and Sunday. However, 40 on next Monday for the final Monday of the year. Trinity, North Carolina, the home of Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw. It is 51 and mostly sunny today. Tomorrow will be 54 with sunshine. 50 on Wednesday, followed by 58 on Christmas Eve. 35 on Christmas Day. 40 in sunshine on Saturday. 48 on Sunday. And then 47 on Monday with clouds, however, and very little sun there. 
in Indianapolis, ladies and gentlemen, in the Soul Man, Justin Lewis, Fleming, Seneca Lewis. It is 43 and mostly cloudy right now, 47 tomorrow in sunshine, 51 on Wednesday with a chance of rain, 27 on Christmas Eve, power fall by 21 Christmas Day, 38 on Saturday, and then 41 and 40 with clouds Sunday and Monday in Indianapolis. Jacksonville, Arkansas, the home of the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach. It is a beautiful day in 63, 66 tomorrow in sunny hour, 61 in rain on Wednesday with a chance of some sunshine, 45 on Thursday, 44 on Christmas Day, 55 on Saturday, 55 and then 52, however, if you will, however, with uh, some sun and clouds on Monday, but clouds on Sunday, but it looks pretty good there in Jacksonville, so it'll be a very nice Christmas for Anne. That is very good to say the least. And finally, our good friend uh, GTS there up in Canada, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give you the weather forecast. It is 38 and cloudy right now. Tomorrow will be 37, hour and cloudy, hour. 48 on Wednesday, 44 in rain Christmas Eve, followed by 27 with some sun and clouds Christmas Day, 31 on Saturday, 34 and 38, however, with clouds on Sunday, Monday. So there you go, folks. That is your weather forecast, however, for the Christmas week, hour in everyone's neck of the woods. We hope everyone will stay safe and warm. And snug as a bug this Christmas week, however, if you will. Our next match, however, is now another interesting match. And this was actually the match of the night, I thought, however, the second best match of the night. But I thought overall this edged out the first match, if you ask me. Roman versus KO. Uh, John, your thoughts about the big dog, Howard, the tribal chief, picking up a win. Thanks to Jey Uso, his, uh, let's just say, jackass cousin, if you will, stealing another win against KO. Your thoughts about this one, now that we'll see these two in a cage coming up on Friday. Now you're talking. That was a good. Now you're talking. That was a good match. Certainly, certainly, no question about it. Yeah, and despite the interference of Roman's cousin. Yes, yes, indeed. Very good point, indeed. Uh, but I would, I would think this Friday on Christmas Day that the yep. two are going to steal the show once again. Oh, no question. I would agree. I would definitely agree with you. No question about it. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? What were your thoughts about the uh, steel K- or the match between Roman and uh, KO? This was a back and forth match between KO and, and Roman, but uh, the head of the table retained his title. So, yes. yeah, I'd like to see another rematch between these two again. Um. Yeah, this was a good match. Yeah. yeah, very good point. Very good point indeed. All right. Uh, Justin, what about you? Your thoughts about the Steel Cage uh, matchup? Or not the Steel Cage matchup, the matchup between Roman and uh, KO, the one-on-one matchup, I should say. My mistake. Sorry. You know, I talked to you on about this on the phone earlier about this, um, J.D., um, I hope I I I you know I'm think I'm thinking that they're really wasting on Kevin Owens. We all I think Roman's gonna win this. Yes. Yes. Yes indeed, however. Definitely, no question about it. No question about it. And Michelle, your thoughts about this match? Well, coming from someone who is a Kevin Owens fan and, and think it, you know, definitely is his time again to Kind of, you know, beam in the sunlight or the, you know, bask in the glory, you know. I know that's Keith Lee, but you know what I'm saying. Um, you know, he needs to be in the spotlight again, basically. Uh, 
Uh, I, I mean, it was a really good match. Yes, I, I give it that. Kevin Owens is not a quitter. He doesn't know when to stop. You know, I, I give him that. Um, this shit at the head of the table, stupid. Stupidest gimmick they've ever done. Um, also, you know, with, with Roman and the cancer and all this stuff, I really worry about his health and his safety during these kind of matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, or any match for that fact since he's come back. Chilling. But this is Chilling. the stupidest gimmick they have done for him. And putting him with Paul Heyman, that makes no sense to me either because Paul Heyman is a Brock Lesnar guy, I thought. But, you know, I, mm-hmm. I you know, stupid things have happened, I guess. Um, but, yes, kudos to KO. I think he should have really won that match. Uh, I really think he put his heart and soul and everything on the line for that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, I said the same thing even myself, too. Yeah, I, I said that quite a bit to a bunch of people, too. Uh, speaking of Brock, there has been talk, however, they want to bring him back at some point, but they might have him face off with Drew and Keith Lee possibly next, this coming year at WrestleMania. What do you make of that whole thing? Oh, him and Keith Lee, dream match for me, um, basically, because I am a big Keith Lee fan, too. I love Keith Lee. Um, I think he's super underrated. I think that he's another one that honestly should have stayed in NXT because ever since he's come up to WWE, they're burying him. And it's bullshit, and I don't like it. Um, I think he I think he could really be something. You know, he was a double champion in NXT, and then you bring him here, and you're putting him against losing against people such as Roman. Um, yeah. You know, what the hell is that shit, honestly? Um I think that, you know, he really should go far. He should really hold some gold in WWE. And if he don't, I would ask for his release. I, you know, yep. you do not get boosted and brought up to the main roster to get shit on, and that's what's happening for him, honestly. Certainly. It really is. Certainly. So, no, you know, that's, a, that's yeah. a dream match for me right there. That yep. would be a really hard choice, but I think if I had to choose, I would edge towards Lee, Keith Lee more. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Yeah, I Talking mean, they have talked about it. No, they have talked about it. That's a very good point indeed. I mean, we're going to have to wait and see. Uh, another person they are kind of burying more and more and who hasn't asked for his release yet, and he should ask for his release, in my opinion, is Ricochet. They just keep wasting him. And Ricochet, I know, recently was uh, in a video, I guess it was over the weekend, a video posted on Instagram or Twitter. Yeah, yeah, there's been talk that he might join Retribution. What do you make of that whole group, Retribution, in your in my, in my your opinion, Michelle? What's are you talking about Ricochet, J.D.? You talking about Ricochet? Yeah, Ricochet, but possibly going to Retribution. I want to hear Michelle. Yes, I am talking about Ricochet. I'll get your thoughts in a second. Just want to hear Michelle's thoughts about uh, Retribution first before I get your thoughts. Go ahead, please. I think it's a shit show, basically. Um, I, I think they they seem to think this is going to be something that was going to make WWE better to bring in, I, I feel. But you brought – it's like you made this big boom, and then it just faded into a small little half-inch, you know, freaking fire, honestly. And now it's it's nothing. Mia Yim, I love her. I think she's a great competitor. Uh-huh. This shit that they're doing with her, uh, no, this is not boosting her in any way, shape, or form. It's making her look yeah. stupid, I think. Yeah. yeah. You know, and all these yep. other NXT people that are in it, they're great performers, and you're making them. I, I, I just don't agree with it. I'm sorry. I don't. 
No, no, I agree with you, and I would agree with you, because, I mean, like you said, Mia Yim is very super talented, and I think she was very good in NXT, and they're just doing nothing with her, and of course, she got into trouble the last week or two, because of the whole masking situation, the one week, uh, she had her mask, uh, basically, she took off her mask, and then the second week, I think she just ripped, and she was, it was taken off her, but she's catching a lot of heat right now in the back, uh, I like Dominic Dijakov, I think he's a big, tall guy, I like Dio Man a lot, uh, I can't stand... Shane Thorne. I think Shane Thorne's still a little green. I think he still needs a lot of work and a little more polish, yeah. but I do think Dijakovic and I do think uh, Dio Man are definitely a very big tag team, and I think if they put them together as a team, they could hurt anyone, whether it be the New Day, the Hurt Business, anyone. If you put them on their own, they would be good, but right now, I think, like you just said, the uh, Retribution gimmick is definitely running very thin, and definitely a lot of people are not very impressed with right now with what they're doing, uh, definitely both on or off camera, because a lot of people are uh, definitely not impressed with this whole gimmick. But, uh, Justin, you were about to say something about Ricochet, so let me hear your thoughts about Ricochet before we uh, continue wait, uh, on. Did, wait, no, I'm saying, did you, did you, did you say, say Ricochet, did you say something about someone joining Retribution Ricochet that I heard from you, Jetty? Yeah, I said uh, there was some talk, however, uh, basically, it, yeah, there was talk, however, about him, however, possibly going to Retribution. Yeah, Ali tweeted it out, a video or a picture of him this week joining the faction. And another thing, guys, talking about Retribution, and I don't know if you guys all heard this, there's been talk even Braun Strowman might be joining the group, too. There was a picture of him posted earlier today, I saw. Uh, a friend of mine uh, put it on his Instagram and I saw it uh, on Facebook, and he says that Braun Strowman might be joining the group, too. So uh, let me ask you guys thoughts about that one in a second. But, yeah, what do you think about Ricochet and Braun uh, possibly joining uh, Retribution, uh, Justin? I'm going to hear your thoughts about that, and then I'm going to ask Michelle her thoughts about Braun along with Justin, or John and uh, Fonzie, as well as Ricochet. Please, go ahead. Start with me? Yeah, yeah, I'm starting with you on both these. Yeah, what do you think about this possibility with these two joining Retribution? Yeah. You know, I hope they do join Retribution, and um, I really do because, uh, um, you know, um, and all the tr all the all the uh, the treat the the treatment that Ricochet has been um that treatment that Ricochet has been um given by the by um the Hurt Business in the same mm -hmm. um in all treatment and, and I mean, I think Ricochet should join the Hurt Business because look, because because he because he and Mustafa Ali are the same. Look at all the treatment they they that the treatment that the Hurt Business has been giving them in the past. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. And before we continue on, we do want to thank Michelle Lindos, of course, coming on the show today. Hopefully, uh, it was nothing. None of us said how. And if we did, hey, you know, another thing. Hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second, Justin. You know, you know. Uh, Justin, hold on. As I said, uh, if it was something that we did say, Michelle, we do all of us apologize. Myself, Justin, Fonzie, and John, however, and we sincerely apologize if we were out of line and we uh, kind of did something upset you. And if we didn't, uh, still, we hope to hear from you again very soon. We hope you and your family have a wonderful, happy holiday season, and we will hopefully get back to you very soon and check in with you again at some point before the Christmas holiday or after the Christmas holiday. But again, from all of us here at the show, we'd like to wish you and your family a very safe and happy, wonderful holiday season. We do thank you for coming on the line today. It was great hearing from you, and we will be checking back in with you hopefully very, very soon, and hopefully hear from you before the year's out. And if not, we'll definitely hear from you starting in the new year. Uh, Justin, please go. You were about to say something very quickly, and then we'll go to John next. 
All right, you know what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Um, um, the um, it's gonna be stupid booking. Um, they they're gonna make the hurt business baby faces to feel retribution, and, and, and um, it'll be stupid booking by Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard, and Kevin Dunn. And and the only reason why why and and, the, and you know I know you're gonna agree with this. The only reason why the fans are are, are gonna be che are, are cheering for the hurt business so they can beat um. Retribution because because Mustafa Ali and Ricochet. I mean, wait. The only reason why the fans are cheering for her business to see them destroy Retribution is because they played the victim. They um tormented and, and um bullied and attacked Ricochet and Mustafa Ali in the past. Yeah. That doesn't make sense for them for her business to be baby face. I think I think. I think what 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 she happens they should make retribution popular here so they should cheer him and cheer cheer they should cheer retribution and um and boo and and the herpins become boo um ref refuse to cheer for um um the hurt business because I yeah. you know and you know what MVP MVP yeah. you know who needs to retire MVP needs to retire and um Shelton Benjamin needs to retire. And Bobby Lash needs to retire because we're, we're sick and tired of this man, this man, um, pushing old, bringing back old talent wrestlers, and not um, and letting old talent bury um, younger talent in the WWE. Good point. I mean, very interesting thoughts from you. Very good point, D. Justin. Uh, John, let's go to you next. Tower, your thoughts, please. I mean, yeah. I would love to see Braun Strowman in Retribution. That can help so, them. Uh... So, so. Yeah, that would get. That would, you know. You know what? Um. Yeah, I agree with you, John. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good. Good points, indeed, guys. Very good points, indeed. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? Let's hear your thoughts. <sighs> I saw on Twitter that the monster will come back. Is coming back very soon um he's not going to join retribution he's going to yeah. get these hands on everybody who steps in his way so yeah. no right uh fight solo so you don't need no help that's all yeah that's a good point that's a very good point indeed uh, before we continue on, uh, ladies and gentlemen, John is going to let us know how very quickly how our, who won the prediction title challenge how our, in his tournament. John, please let us know very quickly, and then we'll give our raw ratings on uh, our ratings for the paper. I'm giving this a seven, almost a seven and a half. Uh, but John, go ahead with your uh, rating and give us the results on who won, please. All right, thanks, thanks a lot, Jay, JD. Um, so. Justin, you're not going to be happy when I tell you this. Oh, what? But Mitt and Shaq won. Oh. Uh, our good friend Jordan Stolfis, he won. Antonio Gutierrez won, too. And Keenan Wilson. Okay. 
So Shaq and Mitt are in first place, however, with uh, how many points here, John? Yep. Seven points. And in second... Captain Ron, uh, Eddie Garza, Chris Harris, and I think John May. Okay. So congratulations to them. And in third place, we got, however... Might be you, J. Probably might be you, JD. All right. If that's me, then okay. Let me see. Let me see the. uh, Let me see. All right. You had one for Hurt Business. Two, you had Sasha Banks. Three, you had Drew. You didn't get the uh, Team Brian right in time. Ah, okay. I know. I know. No problem. You got Oscar and Mystery Partner. Yep. So you got four. I got four. Yep, you're in fourth place. Okay, so I'm in fourth place. Okay, so congratulations to all the participants who participated in that, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, John will have another poll up and running very soon, including, ladies and gentlemen, the Royal Rumble poll, which as of now... Yep, the first championship challenge in 2021, ladies and gentlemen, will be the Royal Rumble! Yes, yes, indeed it will, ladies and gentlemen, and that will be held on January 20th. My old man, boy. There you go, yes, indeed. And that will be held, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, coming up, ladies and gentlemen. I believe on January 24th or the 31st, I No, the 31st. 31st. The 31st? Okay, so it's January 31st. It's going to be garbage. I bet you. Yes, and they're already saying right now, they're saying, however, mind you, the tagline for the uh, event is reading, New Year, New Opportunities, Same Dream. They also want the Rumble to be a big reset for them. And after averaging 1.52 million viewers, however, mind you, last week, they're trying to basically, basically Our improve boss their ratings. He got, he got five points. Okay, Mr. WCW himself got five points. So there you go, folks. But congratulations yes, to uh, Shaq, and, Shaq, of course, and Mitch I for taking the name. top honor. Yes. But he had seven. But yes, Mr. WCW himself, ladies and gentlemen, scored seven, five points. He still stayed alive. He barely beat me, but he was in the running for the contention of this. Congratulations to him, indeed. Uh, Fonzie, let's go to you next, however, with your thoughts about this business involving Roman and KO. Uh, you already did, JD. What's that? You already did. Oh, I did? Okay, who who did I not get? Did I, did I, Nobody. You got, got everybody. Nobody. Okay, Okay. then give us your rating, however, mind you, however, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, however. Uh, I'm going to say 9 out of 10, and the the main event, was very very we'll talk, scary where we'll with uh, RKO and uh, the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk. That's about a, that was um uh, a awesome match, scary match. But uh, 
they close off the show. I thought they were going to close off the show with the women's match, but yeah, all right, whatever. But uh, yeah, I said nine out of ten, JD. All right, John. On a scale of one to ten, what would you give this uh, show? I would rate this an eight. All right. All right, and uh, Justin, you have the final one. I'm going to go with John's. All right. All right. Up next, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to talk about the main event. And we will hopefully be hearing in just a few moments from Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw, of course. Ladies Don't and gentlemen, jinx down it. And let's just say uh, we will hopefully be hearing uh, some good Christmas thoughts. And, of course, he will let us know what's going to happen with the prediction title challenge with his pool, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, however, while he's getting his Santa outfit out of the closet, if you will, him and his 27 dresses, if you will, which, by the way, are still in hiding, let's just say, from earlier this summer because he wore some of them, however, to uh, some barbecues and functions, however, including his own uh, job, I understand, recently, Howard, while uh, wearing the uh, Mrs. Claus cap earlier this year. So, folks, he's been wearing a lot of those Santa Claus outfits this year, uh, besides the 27 dresses that he still has in the closet after they were uh, basically packed away, however, we thought they were packed away, no pun intended, after the Packers of Green Bay beat his boys this past Saturday night, if you will, in Lambeau. But I know this week, Howard, they got a big, tall order ahead of them. We will talk more about that on the machine, of course, with our predictions this Wednesday, folks. You definitely want to stay tuned as far as that goes. All right, now it is time for the main event. Fonzie already gave his thoughts about the main event. I'll go to you next, John, Howard, about the main event involving The Fiend and Randy Orton. What did you think of this one? I was at a loss for words. Indeed. And we understand they taped that earlier in the day, let's just say. Uh, Just to give you a heads up, however. So there you go, however. Uh, Justin, you have the final one. Uh, 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 okay, um, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Orton. Yes, yes, yes. It, um, this is mm-hmm. not this is not really fair to to um to, to Bray Wyatt. It's not. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Michelle is apparently back on. Okay. Uh, we lost. We thought we lost her for a second, but we're back with her now. Uh, Michelle, welcome back. Uh, we were just getting everyone's thoughts about the Bray Wyatt Randy Orton affair and the final rating on a scale of one to ten. So please, by all means, let's hear your thoughts. Oh well, let Justin finish. I don't think he was done. Oh, sorry, Justin. Do you have any more you want to add? Oh no. Okay. Go ahead, Michelle. <laughs> Now, I'm sorry, where were you the last match? Yes, Bray Wyatt and Randy uh, uh, Orton, the Viper, in the I, I'm Firefly. honestly surprised that they let this match happen uh, because, really, I don't care how fake it is or whatever. That's a little disturbing for children that are watching. Yes. Um, but overall, I mean, I wouldn't say it was the best match of the night. I give Bray Wyatt credit because he plays the fiend to the T, and I, I think he plays a great part. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that was a very good move on their part of making that match happen. Yes, indeed. Good point. And as good far point as indeed. one to ten, 
Yes. I don't think you really want to know my opinion on that. Um, I give it a three. Okay. That's all right. Very good thoughts indeed. All right. Thank you very much, Michelle, Justin, John. And Fonzie, thank you very much indeed. Let's give you the number here at 271 again, 1-605-562-0444, pound. Of course, the surprise of Santa's little helper, ladies and gentlemen, and Mrs. Claus herself on Paul Meyer, Virginia, joining us today, Michelle Lynn Dodds, along with the elves in the shop, power, including the human suplex machine, John Gross, the heartbreak kid, Fonzie, and of course, the soul man, Justin Lewis Flynn. We are also hoping to hear from some more people here this afternoon as we continue on here as it is approaching now 4.30 p.m. Of course, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, next week we're going to talk about uh, what uh, we did for Christmas and what hope we have for the new year. But, folks, we're going to talk about some of the moments that we hope in 2021 will happen in the world of wrestling. We're going to get everyone's thoughts, however. These are in no particular order, however, but we want to get everyone's thoughts, however, about some uh, thoughts that will be coming up into the new year. Michelle, we will start with you. Justin will go to you second. John will go third. Fonzie will go fourth. And I will go fifth. So, guys, uh, throw out any moment or two, if you want to, what we might see in the upcoming new holiday, holiday campaign heading into 2021. Michelle, you have the floor first. By all means, please give us your first thought of what we might see in the coming 2021 calendar campaign. Are, are we talking just WWE? Anything, WWE, AEW, Impact, and, and just the state of wrestling in general. I mean, in general, some of the things uh, you might see. Um, I, mean, I, don't see WWE, I don't see WWE getting any better. I see them getting worse. Honestly, yep. you're going to continue to see the same shit. AEW will probably get better. I'm hoping that they'll sign some more new people. Um, you know, same thing for NXT. New, in new Japan, all of them, I would like to see for all of them just get better. Yes. Good point indeed. Very good point indeed. Don, what about you? What do you see in the new year? I say the same. All right. Fozzie, what about you? Um, this should be... Now, this is where you got to start a new year. Forget about 2020, because all this shit's happened. Let's, let's get rid of the 2020... And let's start off uh, G- January 4th, Monday Night Raw. You, you sh- they should bring back some of the wrestlers and uh, steam up or like uh, more motivated to going to Royal Rumble. And... I have this weird feeling you're going to see a couple wrestlers coming back, especially Becky Lynch, uh, Mina, uh, Melina. I would have loved to see her. And you know, bring somebody back and build up for a Royal Rumble match. Yep. That's how you're you going to do it. Or right. else you're going to be like shit again for the whole entire year. Seriously, yeah. no, uh, NXT NXT is much better than Monday Night Raw because uh, of Triple H and uh, the GM William Regal. Here's another thing too, JD yeah. is let's get the general manager for Raw and SmackDown. There's no there's no GM. Say say if somebody wants to wrestle that tonight. Make it official, just like, just like uh, William Regal did the other night on Wednesday. Yep. Wednesday night just passed, right. you know, and 
build up to Royal Rumble. But no, we're not going to get no GM. We get this freaking goofball, which he's not a GM, a, a, a professional wrestler, whatever, uh, with a uh, r- uh, referee, and get him out. He's ruining everything, too, that goof. Uh, and they ain't build up this Survivor Series at all. Not even a TLC. They did last year in this, and yeah, last year's Survivor Series and last year TLC. They ain't build up like to go to the pay per view. I hope they build up for this coming pay per view for Royal Rumble, which is in six weeks of today, uh, yesterday. So they got a little bit time to do what they got to do. To, Build up to Royal Rumble, and they should. Yeah, you know, but no, this goofball. That's a good point, and I and I will say this: so you bring up a good point. I will say this though: I think they've got to start uh, new and fresh, and hopefully they can. Uh, I know yeah. they are going to bring back, of course, straight up Steve Austin, of course, and they're going to have uh, Charlotte on there along with Tiffany Haddish, Brett Favre, Steve O, Burke Kreischer, and Ice T, along with Stone Cold. That'll be coming up in two and. On January 11th, um, that'll be the same night as the national championship college football game. That being said, I agree with both of you guys. How they've got to get the ratings up, no question about it. It's it's becoming a very, very tragic time. I mean, we saw what happened last week. I mean, they took a big, big hit in the ratings last week, as far okay. as that goes. Um, go ahead, you were about Can to say I something. Go ahead. Things when you're done. Yeah, I'm I'm done now. Go ahead, Michelle. You were about to say something. Please go ahead. And, uh, it it, it comes yours. down to changing the night of the week or maybe stretching it. Here's the thought. Um, you know, make Raw four hours again. Two hours Monday, two hours Thursday night. Yeah, you know, that's a good point. But then again, there again, one problem you're going to run into. Your, your uh, entertainment, your, mm-hmm. well, your roster, number one, because you're seeing the same shit. This way you can mix it up and you can make it, you know, better, whatever. Um, and second of all, if if that's the case, start uh, – Vince and me to start hunting for these ones that are free agents right now. There are some out there. Yeah. They're just not looking in the right places, and, and they can make the show so much better. And the other thing I want to tell you that January 4th premiere uh, of Raw – I mean, the Raw show – is Caleb's 16th birthday. Oh, very nice. Happy birthday, early Caleb, the number 16. Yeah. Mine was last Tuesday, so happy birthday to, of course, the big next big thing, ladies and gentlemen, Caleb Dobbs celebrating a 16th birthday right after the first of the year. So hopefully they'll start off the new year with a big bang, no pun intended, on his birthday. Mm-hmm. So happy early birthday to him. So, folks, he will be celebrating his birthday two weeks from today, ladies and gentlemen, just to give you all a heads up on that. Ladies and gentlemen, so there you go. To the king, now, to the queen, birthday. Yes. <laughs> yes, and of course we were lo- we were looking at the viewership last week. As we mentioned last week's viewership was not very strong. They did one point seven three seven, or the week before this past week they did one point five two, off of hours Ooh. of one point six two in the first hour, one point five one the second hour, and one point four four the third hour. Total rating one fifteen. And considering the fact ESPN won tonight with twelve and a half million watching Monday Night Football, I think tonight they're going to maybe do a little bit almost as good as that. SmackDown Fox, however, is starting to improve a little bit, somewhat. I mean, they did 
2.206, however, if you will, after doing 2.13 or over the week, uh, I guess, on Saturday morning, however. it. Those numbers right there show you a lot. That's where you're losing your viewership and where you could be filling in that void and making it better and getting the attention yep. more. Yeah, definitely. Definitely no question. I agree. I agree with you 100% on that. No question about it. I mean, we're going to see what happens here in the next couple of weeks. And I mentioned to Justin right before we came on the air, however, today, however, uh, oh, you know what? You know what, J you know what, um, JD. I know you're gonna agree with me. This hmm. Owens touched that title at, at I mean 20 t times last night at TLC. Right. No bullshit at all. The tribal oh, chief did. and the head of the title is 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 a is a, is a, is a um is a is a fucking phony. No. Like we said, we'll see what happens, guys. But I will say this, Howard. 2021 is going to be a very interesting year. Um, John, if you want to take over for a couple minutes again, I have to step out real quick. You can keep talking, guys. Hopefully we'll have Chad on here in a few minutes and uh, hear an update from him. Of course, don't forget tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we've got the big See you soon now. And that can mean only one thing, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mighty Moses himself, ladies and gentlemen. Joining us from Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. Joining John, myself, Fonzie, and John, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Carolina Panther, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, who is wearing a blue diamond robe, ladies and gentlemen, Howard. And let's just say it is definitely not a uh, Santa hat just yet, but he will be wearing that in a few days, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from North Carolina, where it is probably a warmer day than anyone else could expect, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome into 271, the one and only mm -hmm. Mr. WCW himself. Chad Hinshaw. Chad, welcome to the show. Uh, first off, of course, very, 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 very good to be here. Uh, MLD, good to good to hear from you again here, my dear. Hello there. <laughs> She's been with us. She's, she had a very good day with us so far. She we went over the TLC show and. Uh, Chad, we had a lot that went on TLC last night, including uh, The Miz uh, mistakenly cashing in his uh, briefcase, and it blew up in his face. Charlotte Flair returning. Uh, certainly a lot went down. Let's hear your thoughts about TLC. Well, as they say, anything in wrestling can and possibly will happen, and sure enough, there was evidence to the con there was, mm -hmm. it was There was evidence to support that last night, especially the two things you just mentioned right there, J.D., Right there, unexpected, 100% unexpected, big time. So, and, mean, of course, uh, a lot of everyone's still talking about, of course, is the Fiend uh, and Randy Orton, which was one of the more unique matches of the evening, if you will, Har. But I know you have a lot to discuss uh, what we got planned for the Christmas week. So, uh, guys, I'm going to have to step out, as I said, for just a few minutes. I will be back to close things up here shortly. Chad, the floor is yours now. I will be back. And before Chad... And before Chad gets to that, I want to hear. I want I want everyone to hear what Gordon Ramsay said to Randy Orton last night. 
Tis the season for Wawa's no, Glen Coffee. It's a commercial Coming break. To the warm, inviting... I, want go- I want everyone to hear what Gordon Ramsay said to Randy Orton. Doesn't hurt, does it? Doesn't, doesn't oh, it does. Can't yell. Can't cry. All I have to do is I gotta do it. Oh my god. That's so bad! You're cooking in a bad pan, you fucking bitch! <laughs> oh <laughs> Not good enough. Thank you very much there, John. Hmm, excuse me. WWS yeah. Raw Radio episode number 272, I believe. 4.36 p.m. Eastern Time, of course, Monday, December 21st, 2020. Hmm, sorry about that. When you join a Hershey bar, sometimes it, you can't help with the... Hmm. <laughs> hmm, sorry. This is WWS Chaw right here. Of course, alongside right now, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, as well as the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the and, and the one and the only 2015 WWS Hall of Famer, the Queen of Professional Wrestling herself, of course, the Black Widow, the one and only, the M, the L to the, M to the L to the D, the lovely, lovely Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds, here with us here this afternoon. First off, ladies and gentlemen, before we get run down to what will be taking place in the radio network this week, I will point out uh, the results here, of course, of of course, the TLC prediction title challenge, as well as, of course, the finals of the NXT US Heritage Cup Championship Tournament. The poll is up for the last match to determine the new NXT US Heritage Cup champion. The human suplex machine, John Gross, is, it will be taken on the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Uh, uh-huh. And oh yeah, um, and I know, and I know, John, you are you are happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm coming anyway. for you, John. And of course, and of course, I will go and point out right now, uh, just an early number here that we've got from the poll. John is leading that right now, two votes to nothing. That means, Michelle, we might need you to do some campaigning on that poll here at some point when you get an opportunity. Because nope. rally the votes. <laughs> but, uh, but, of course, everybody, but like I said, this is going to be going on all week long right here. And as far as the TLC prediction title challenge uh, took, take, took place, I can point out that we, have, we, did have, we had a three-way tie for first place. Between the human suplex machine, John Gross, the loose cannon, Shaquille Cole Cephas, and the king of clubs, Mick Patel. As a result of that, we've had to do a tiebreaker poll with the winner, of course, received, being announced the winner of the TLC Prediction Title Challenge and the opportunity to, face, to choose which, champ, which, which singles and tag team championship they wish to go for. Currently right now, John is leading that right now with one vote. So, so like I said, that's going to be, all this is going to be determined on number 929 of Revolution this on Christmas night, ladies and gentlemen. This will be a Christmas present for some for for somebody here to, uh, tomorrow uh, Friday night. So, speaking of which, let's go ahead and get right down to it as to what will be going on here in the radio network this week. First off, of course, uh, tomorrow night, don't forget WWUS Wrestling Revisited. Uh, 139926 pound, of course, at 7 o'clock. Uh, the Loose Cannon will be bringing you, of course, classic and current wrestling events. 
Also, of course, uh, episode, let's see, episode 927 of Revolution, uh, 138055 pound news and views, history and birthdays, uh, <clears throat> our thoughts and opinions about what, what will happen tonight on Monday Night Raw. Also, we'll get to see Michelle spank JD. Well, let me tell you right now. No, she, does owe me, she does she does owe me a spanking, and believe me, Howard, there's a match we still have not settled on yet, and we're going to hopefully try to get that in before the end of the year, if not the first part of the new year. And uh, oh, by the way, Chad, Michelle, let, everyone, let us know that January 4th is going to be Mr. Caleb's 16th birthday, two weeks from today. Okay. So there you go. All right. Well, we will. Uh, I will. We will, of course, make that make that known here. And who knows? Maybe WCWS might do a little something special for young Caleb. So MLD, keep it under wraps for the time being. I'm still thinking about that now. So, <clears throat> so. Uh, anyway, of course. Uh, anyway, of course, we'll be talking in addition to our results from tomorrow for tonight's Raw. We will be, of course, also talking about the TLC pay-per-view. So be sure to, to talk to, to come on, uh, come in if you wish to. Of course, one three eight zero five five pound tomorrow night, Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we will be having, <clears throat> we will be having, of course, WWS outside the ropes one four one three eight seven pound. Last pop culture news and history and birthdays, plus also some wrestling news tidbits for to get you ready for Revolution. So be sure to listen on that Wednesday night at 6.30. Episode 928 of Revolution, of course, news and views, history and birthdays. Also, we'll be talking about <clears throat> our, the results for AEW and NXT, plus also some other big-time wrestling stories making the rounds here as well. Uh, so be sure to, of course, listen. Be, be, sure, be sure to, of course, listen in on that. Uh, now, here's a slight change here, ladies and gentlemen, that we are going to make here this week. I am uncertain if Shaq is going to do an episode of Wrestling Debate on, their, on Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve night. I'm not sure. So we will have to get with him and find that out. In the meantime, I will go ahead and point this out. I said this on WCWS this morning, uh, yesterday morning, and I'm going to say it here again. NWO Wolfpack is going to be postponed until next Thursday. So New Year's Eve. Yeah. So, and, so, everybody has, might have, he's defined to get stuff prepared for Christmas Day. So we're going to take the, we're going to take Thursday night off. So we'll, there will be no wolf pack this week at all. And so, like and, I said, and, so and, this and, one and, was, and I mentioned, as I said earlier, folks, there will be no Sports Machine Christmas Day afternoon, but there will be a preempted show this Wednesday at 3 p.m. Join myself, Justin, and, of course, Mitt and Shaq as well. You definitely want to stay tuned as far so, as I want to watch So, Sports Machine, you're doing it Wednesday at 3? That is correct. Okay, you're doing okay. So that'll be able. You do. That'll be. That'll be still be some time before I do outside the works. Okay. All right. So, all right, so ladies and gentlemen, you heard that from JD. Okay. So I was getting ready to bring that up too. To thank you very much for bringing it to my attention, JD. Sports machine, as JD did mention, will be taking place uh, Wednesday evening, Wednesday afternoon before, of course, uh, outside the ropes. So there will be one be one on Christmas on, on Christmas afternoon. But Christmas night, episode 929 of Revolution will take place. 138055 pound. News and views, history and birthdays, of course, our thoughts and opinions about SmackDown. 
Also, we'll announce, of course, who won the tiebreaker poll, as well as, of course, who won who, who, who won the new who, who is the new NXT US Heritage Cup champion. Will it be John or will it be Michelle? We'll find that out here, of course, here Friday night. So everybody has plenty of time to do a lot of to do a lot of voting here. So be sure to check check on that. On that. Also, Power Hour Saturday afternoon at six o'clock. One four one three six four pound this shirt. Of course, uh, of course, check that check that out as we review the thing going on this week in the radio network. Also, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check out all of our groups here on Facebook. Uh, I'm sure, like like MLB does, she's going to check out Game Show Alley with all the episodes of Match Game we got on there. She says she loves herself some Match Game. Yes, that's my favorite game. And believe it or not, there's some there's some there's some montages about eight or nine hour videos on there. Michelle, I posted on there the other week of different ones having to do with a different topic, but it is all match game. So if you want, so that would that would keep you occupied for about eight or nine hours. So you'll, you'll, you'll you'll definitely love it. Trust me. Um, also check out also check out as well. We've uh, been continuing to post some races on NASCAR US high octane history, as well as the sports roundup. We've posted some uh, playlists of some, of some NBA games, some uh, NHL games, some Major League Baseball games, some uh, NFL games, and some classic boxing matches. So that will definitely out there keep yourself on the covers. These are the full games, guys. These are no highlights. These are the full games. I double-checked them up there. That's on the sports roundup there as well. But check out all, all the other pages here in WCWS. Of course, check out all of our episodes here on com. Ladies and gentlemen, as you heard J.D. and Michelle and everybody talk about 2021, I am here to point this out. 2021 the phoenix of WCWS is going to rise again. Radio Network is going to be full-blown. We're going to have, try to have every single show we got in stock up and running. Because we, a lot of these shows have been sitting dormant for way too long, and we need to get them going. So, ladies and gentlemen, these shows will, will, be, back, will be back up and running here very, very soon. In addition to the shows we have up now, we're going to have new ones popping on there big time. And it's going to be full blown here. Everybody here is going to be is going to be able to be a part of something unique, something special. In 2021, of course, starts up. We are going to have ourselves, like I said, a monumental year here. 2021 is going to be the genesis of WWS. And Lord, let me tell you something. We are going to have a whole lot of fun doing it. So just, just keep that in mind, there, folks. As we move into, hopefully, it will be a much better under much better terms here in 2021. We all have got to wait and see what happens. Meantime, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for me. Of course, Mr. WWUS, Chad Henshaw here. Of course, bringing you everything going on here in WWUS. Now, ladies and gentlemen, as we go back to the episode 272 of WS Raw Radio, I do understand that uh, JD is actually, uh, is actually, t- is actually tied up in a chair, and I think MLD has her whip out, and she's ready to Big so we're going to go mm-hmm. right straight to that. We're going to see that. <laughs> anyway, let's switch it back over here to the Iceman here, D. Duomo. I'm sure he's got a couple more things to mention before we do this. So there you go, JD. 
Thank you, Chad. I do indeed, and I do have an update, ladies and gentlemen. According to reports, ladies and gentlemen, from what we have heard, ladies and gentlemen, apparently James Conner of the Steelers will not be playing tonight. Apparently he is out of the game tonight for the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Bengals. They will be playing their game here in just a few hours in Cincinnati, however, so he has been scratched from the lineup apparently tonight, and he will not suit up. But as we said, folks, earlier today, we do want to wish everyone a very special, however, uh, very special happy holiday season, however, and hope, however, everyone has a good and wonderful, uh, like I said, however, and wonderful, uh, very uh, special holiday with their friends and family, and just be safe and use common sense. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we just heard moments ago, according to reports, however, the West Virginia Mountaineers were supposed to play the Tennessee Volunteers, however, in the Liberty Bowl on New Year's Eve. That is not going to happen now. Apparently, Tennessee has now opted out of the game because apparently multiple players and coaches have now tested positive with COVID-19. So, as a result, however, this could mean, however, maybe either Mississippi State or Army, who did not want to play originally in the bowl game at first, however, after despite the fact that he got snubbed at 9-2, and two, could slide in here now in the Liberty Bowl and face West Virginia. So, apparently... Football coach Jeremy Pruitt and multiple players and coaches, according to reports from ESPN's Chris Lowe this afternoon, just about 20 minutes ago, announced, according to a Knoxville newspaper, however, mind you, they will not be playing the Liberty Bowl, however, and as a result, however, they have conducted a second round of testing, and they will do that tomorrow, but right now they will not have enough players or coaches to participate in the bowl game. They, of course, after losing against Texas A&M on Saturday, however, by 21, have now tested positive for COVID, and they will not be playing in their own backyard at the Liberty Bowl a week from Thursday against West Virginia as they apparently have tested positive for COVID-19. And as we said earlier, uh, James Conner of the Steelers will not be playing tonight's game against Pittsburgh for Pittsburgh against Cincinnati in Cincinnati, which will be playing in a few hours from now. Anyway, as we continue on, we do want to thank the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie as well as the Black Room, Michelle and Dodds, Mr. Dustin, Chad Hinshaw, uh, of course, uh, John Gross, DM Suplex Machine, all of you for what has been a truly great uh, unique year, let's just say. And, of course, next week we will wrap it up in style as we will have a lot to be, uh, I'm sure, talk about as far as what we got for Christmas and what happened after Christmas. Don't forget this Wednesday, the Sports Machine, Justin, myself, Mitt, and, of course, Shaq will be on at 3 p.m. It is now time for the Raw Reigns and Predictions Tower and our second-to-last Raw of 2020, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to start it off with John, of course. John, of course, as you know, we'll have a lot to talk about tonight, including TLC, Aftermath, and Monday Night Raw, and a preview of what to come this coming holiday week. So, John, you have the floor, my friend. By all means, go right ahead. And don't forget, folks, AEW will be on at 10 p.m. this Wednesday night, NXT 8 p.m. on USA, due to the NBA starting their season that will begin tomorrow night. So, John, by all means, let's hear your Raw rating prediction for tonight. There are no matches have been listed yet, according to the Raw report, but let's hear your thoughts and also get your prediction for the Monday night game for the next to last game of 2020. By all means, go right ahead. I think we're going to see Drew versus The Miz in a rematch for the title. All right, and your rating? Uh, the rating is going to be 1.3. All right, and your score for Pittsburgh and Cincinnati in the Monday night game? Your team's going to win 20, 27 to 10. 10 to 10, okay. All right, John, if you're going to take off by all means right now, go right ahead. We will talk to you later on in the week. And uh, from all of us here at the radio station, of course, tell your family we said Merry Christmas to them. I will talk with you before then during the course of the week. All right, y'all. Take care of yourself. Y'all have a good night. Hey, John. See you. Take care, John. All right, John. Now leaving us. Thank you, John. Of course, we two. There, John. 
We will talk to you, of course, uh, later in the week. Michelle, you are next, however, and you have the floor. What is our raw rating and prediction tonight, however, and also your score of the Monday Night Football game between Pittsburgh and Cincy? Pittsburgh desperately needing a win here after losing two straight. You, uh, I'm going to I think it should be... Oh, shit. Well, there's two or three options. Uh, I'm I'm going to say that it's probably going to be a rematch between the Hurt Business and the New Day. Right. I think right. that that should take place. Um, basically, because it's just the right thing for business. But anyway, um, I'm going to say probably... Mm, 1.8, maybe. All right. All right. And, of course, you know, I'm a Steelers fan, too, so I'm going to say 21.30. Very nice. Yeah, they desperately need a win, especially now Cleveland won last night. And after what happened last week, of course, with Roethlisberger, they're looking very shaky these last four or five weeks, but they desperately need a win if they want to keep their playoff hopes alive and AFC North hopes alive. What were you going to say, Michelle? Sorry, go ahead. Also, I'm just going to tell everybody, I hope everybody has a nice, safe, uh, healthy Christmas, and I will hopefully see y'all again maybe sometime this week, if not next week. All right. Well, tell Kelly and your mom, and we all said Merry Christmas from all of us here at Raw Radio, and we definitely have missed you hearing from you guys, and we definitely hope to hear back from you guys before the holiday or definitely after the holiday going into the new year. Absolutely. All right, everybody, take care. And MLD, of course, give give your mom our best. Here's what I we're still praying for. For I yes, know she's definitely. Improved, but please send her our best. Oh, Chad, can you say that again, so, cause she can, so she can hear you say that, please. Yeah. Oh. 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 She can. Oh. She wants to hear. Oh. Mama Todd's just letting you know this is this is Chad here, the big man. I just want to let you know here. Uh, we're thinking about you. We're praying for you. And like I said. I hope you hope you have a very merry merry Christmas and a very very safe New Year, and of course, I like I said, people want you to take care and want you to stay safe. Thank you very much. Yes, and I hope this is funny. Me too, uh, Mom, uh, Mama Dodds. We're all thinking of you, and we're definitely wishing you and Caleb the best along with Michelle. We hope you have a wonderful holiday season. We'll talk to you soon for sure. Thank you. Bye, everybody. You're welcome. Bye, Michelle. Yeah, y'all take care, folks. All right, that was our uh, Black Widow, Michelle Lindardson. It was very good to hear from her for the first time in quite some time. Has uh, We did not expect her to come on, but she has had quite a day. And she and Justin have been having a little fun with each other, let's just say. And now we're going to turn it over to Justin, however, for our next one. Justin, what is our raw rating prediction, however, and what is the score of the Monday Night Football game between Pittsburgh and Cincinnati? Uh, I have nothing to say about Rob Bob. I'm going to go with the football um so who's playing tonight pittsburgh and cincinnati who's playing tonight cincinnati, again pittsburgh and cincinnati pittsburgh needing a must win here in cincinnati otherwise there'll be a one game difference oh you said Pitts- into sunday oh, you- pittsburgh and cincinnati yeah because you said you, pittsburgh you said pittsburgh and cincinnati Yes, in cincinnati because if pittsburgh wins they're two games ahead again and now uh, we got you guys next on sunday indianapolis comes into pittsburgh on sunday and the Colts are coming off that big win against Houston yesterday, despite uh, Deshaun Watson playing with 375 in the air. I'm going to go uh, your team, J.D., Pittsburgh. All right. 
thirty to I'm gonna say thirty to twenty six. Ooh, okay, that's not bad. Good prediction. All right, I'll go next. I'm gonna say thirty one to thirteen Pittsburgh, one point five, and I'm gonna say Drew versus the Miz is my main event prediction. And uh, Chad, you have the final call here as we head into Christmas. I'm sorry, excuse me. That's what she said. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying something that comes from your home. Instead, I'm enjoying a Hershey bar, okay? Now, come on, y'all have some praise here, man. Come on. All right. That comes from Pennsylvania. I mean, why not? Oh, yeah. Four four hours away from me. Yep. Uh, Okay, good. That's where J.D. gets all his candy. That's why he's so hyper. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Uh, Coming up, of course, TLC, of course, they've got to get something big. uh, Hopefully, like like I heard y'all mention, they've got to do something big here because last last week was absolutely horrific. I guess is, yeah. is the best term I can really mm, use now. Time, yeah. 100% yeah. horrific. they got to do something to improve it. Uh, and, of course, you did say there was no matches officially announced here yet, as of yet. Uh, I say, you know, I'm, I'm going to go out. I don't think anybody said this. I'm going to go ahead and say this anyway. This, this is just a hunch. This is just a hunch. That's all, that's all we can say. Excuse me. Not that. I say a rematch for the women's tag titles, Oscar and Charlotte versus Nia and Shayna. All right. And I think the rating, they got to do a little bit better. I'm going to keep it at about a one. I'm going to go up a tad. I'm going to say 1.7. Ooh, Okay. And what is your score for Pittsburgh and Cincinnati? Pittsburgh desperately needing a win here, especially after losing a tough one in Buffalo last week, Howard. And before we get to that, John did report, Howard, ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, second place, Howard, to the Rumble. Chris Harris, Eddie Garza, John May, uh, Ron Johnson, or second, Mitt Patel, Shaq, Keenan Wilson, Antonio Gutierrez, and Jordan Stoffelis are the winners of the TLC Championship Challenge. Gentlemen, congratulations. Mitt and Shaq are the new tag team champs. Absolutely. Uh... Where are they playing at, GD? That game? Cincinnati. Cincinnati, okay. Um, you say it's always a must win, of course, for your Steelers. Uh, let's see. Well, I, I'm on. I'm on a. I'm on a, Of course, I. I'm gonna do this. Uh, I know normally I would go with a home hometown home team advantage hometown advantage, but in this case, I'm gonna kind of switch it up just a little bit. But I'm gonna go with your Steelers. You say it's got to be a must-win thing, and of course, hopefully, yes, definitely, definitely. put tax something up together here. I would say Steelers. I don't think it will be a big. I mean, I, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I mean, I would, I would like to see a, a big win for them, yeah. but, but I think, I think they're going to win it. But I don't think it's just going to be really be like a big margin. We'll just say so. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I'm going to say 30-27 Pittsburgh. Oh, so everyone's coming close, Howard. That's to say, okay, very interesting, Howard. Okay, thank you very much, Chad. 
And as we said, folks, Har, we thank you all for listening to what was a very, very special show today. We hope everyone has a safe, wonderful, happy Christmas, Har. Be safe and be careful out there and use common sense. Don't use uh, stupid uh, mistakes, Har, to ruin your Christmas, to ruin everyone's Christmas either. Either, uh, As we said at the start of the show today, also we do want to dedicate this show to Andrew Filipponi, the Pittsburgh sportscaster who had a very serious, uh, heartbreaking family tragedy last week in our thoughts and prayers with him and his family. <clears throat> this holiday season. Now, next week, folks, however, we will talk about what we did after Christmas and what the new year will bring like, however, and hopefully be like for all of us as we wrap up our 2020 campaign. I do want to thank all of you for coming on the show, as always, and, of course, I will have a very special, even more special thing to say for the people who come on the show and others next week, however, in our year-end review, so you definitely stay tuned as far as that goes. But again... We're going to have a lot to talk about next week, however, here on episode, I believe, I'm going to find it here, I think it's 272, I think. Oh, 273, my mistake, we're on 272 today. Okay, thank you very much, Chad. But folks, we'll definitely have a lot to say, you definitely want to stay tuned as far as that, and then of course in two weeks, folks, we're going to start off 2021 with a big bang, no pun intended. We're going to have a lot to talk about, including the college bowl games, plus the NFL playoffs just around the corner, the Super Bowl, and of course, the Royal Rumble countdown begins, so you want to stay tuned as far as that goes. Again, on that note, we will talk to you all very, very soon. Again, have a safe and wonderful happy holiday season. We will talk to you next Monday here on Raw Radio Sofa Now for the Human Suplex Machine, for the Heartbreak Kid, for the Soul Man, and for the Black Widow and Mr. WCW. This is the Iceman saying Happy Christmas, everyone. Stay safe. Be careful. We will talk to you again later this week and again next Monday after Christmas on the Raw Radio Network show. However, enjoy your holiday with your friends and family and just definitely... Be careful out there. And as we take you out tonight, we're going to have a little fun with the J5 crew of Marlon, Tito, Jermaine, and Michael with Up on the House Top from 1971, ladies and gentlemen, as we say goodnight to you and say Merry Christmas to all and to all good night with Up on the House Top right now. Enjoy it. Oh, 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 oh. Indeed. Here we uh-huh. go. News reporter covering a breaking news story now.
Take care, everyone, and Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a good night. This is the smell of a warm, three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! (sighs) Smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon.